State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Call 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. There's a saying, when the devil ignores you, then you know you're doing something wrong. Wait a minute, I'm not done now. <laughs> you know, the, the devil goes, oh no, leave him alone, man. He's my favorite. <laughs> right, 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 <laughs> right. right. Him. Yeah. Conversely, when the devil comes at you, maybe it's because you're trying to do something right. Yeah, Denzel knows. I mean, see, Billy Idol gets it. I don't know why she doesn't get it. Denzel gets it. I mean, when you're doing good, bad people come at you, people. Good morning. Welcome to another fun-filled edition of, that's right, you guessed it, The Arnie State Show here on a Thursday. Another gloomy fucking day. I saw the weather outlook. Good Lord, I think I moved to Seattle, minus all the drugs and hippies and homeless. Unless you go to downtown Dallas, then you see the homeless and... Not really a lot of hippies. You have to go to Austin to see that. But yeah, yeah, it does that. I had to hear something this morning, ass family. And before I say any kind of good mornings to anybody, you got to hear it too. That's all I'm saying. Here you go. Whoopi Goldberg. The Washington Post wrote about what they call the next great travel debate. How much underwear do you take when you pack? People apparently had really strong opinions. <laughs> I don't wear underwear, so it's not a question Stop. I have to think of. Stop. Washington Post Stop. wrote about... Stop it! I never in my entire life needed to know that Whoopi Goldberg does not wear underwear. Every single one of you knows my ass isn't hairy, yet none of you spoke up. And I will never forgive you. I will never forget the people who put this out, this trash out there. Whoopi Goldberg in her underwear. <laughs> oh, let's get to the good morning, shall we? Now, now, if you if you're listening to music, it, it kind of went like a little haywire there. That was all my fault. That was because I'm not a professional. See, I was working on a lot of sound effects before the show today, and, and I had a new special one for somebody, and, and he's coming up here uh, one, two, three, fourth. And, and now i got to play it off the phone because I, I forgot to edit it down. I recorded it, and I even had it in the machine to, 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 to edit it all down so I could put it in one of my little buttons where I, or I just hit a button, and I say, you know. Fuck you, fat fucking hunky. See, and, and, and then it's all over. Instead of flipping through my phone and stuff, because I, I used to be a professional, now I'm just a donkey. So, uh, so there you go. But uh, first one here today is my man Derek. Becca, Becca. He says, "Good morning, ass family. It's Friday Eve. Let's do this. Indeed, let's do this." Chaz man says, "Morning, ass family. Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy Day. One of the highlights of the week. Of course, the biggest highlight is getting ass Monday through Friday. Well, thank you, Chaz. I really appreciate that. That is awesome. Oh my lucky." The one, the only, bratty kid is in the house. Coach, did you just compare being gay to being a Denver Broncos fan? You know what I did? Yeah, 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 you did. The last fucking Ted Lasso was great for sound effects. Uh, By the way, the most genius uh, bratty kid, I hope you have a spectacular day today. Um, 
The the best sound of this is one of the smartest lines I've ever heard in a sitcom. That's what that lady from the American office said. The guy walks in, he goes, oh, it's a big one. And Ted goes. That's what that lady from the American office said. That's what she said. But he says, that's what the lady from the fucking genius. Fuck, that show is so good. Um, Braddy kid, hope you have a good day. Now, Mage, my man, Mage. We, we already have this for Mage. Around here, we speak American, okay, but now, now, sometimes when we say good morning to Mage, we'll even do this. From Time Life Music comes a one-of-a-kind Rat Pack collection, their most bigoted songs. All your favorite once-acceptable hits, like Dean Martin singing Chinaman's Chants. And Mr. Chinaman say it is Chinaman way. Well, there's this new movie coming out. It's got a couple little Asian gals in it. I think it's called Joyride. And one's adopted by white parents, and the other one has Asian parents. And they're like best friends for life. And then they're going over to China to try to find this girl's birth mom. That's what I got from the trailer. But what I also got from the trailer was this beautiful scene of how these girls became friends. Slides off limits to Ching Chongs. <gasps> Fuck you. Yeah. But I only want to play the first part. You know, that first part that said... Slides off limits to Ching Chongs. The slides off limits to Ching Chongs. Oh, my God. Now, now that is gold. That is comedic gold right there. Let me, uh, let me set this up to record it again because my dumb ass forgot to do it. Now, I got to be quiet here for a second. Slides off limits to Ching Chongs. Fuck you. All right, there you go. Now, see, I got it. Now I hit file export. Put that in waveform. Choose. Uh, Right-click share. Mail. Then I got to close out of mail because my computer's stupid because, like, when it opens mail, it won't send it right away. So I got to close out. No, I don't want to save that draft because you won't send it anyway. So I got to click back on that and then go share and then go mail and then go AR, duh, duh, and then we'll go SFX for sound effects, and then we'll go send. Now, there you go. All, uh, all done. All done. Easy peasy, Japanesey. Just so I can have that <laughs> completely racist sound effect. Um, but, Mage, good morning to you, my friend. I, I, I hope that you are doing well. Uh, on this beautiful Thursday. He says, uh, good morning, ass, AIG. Holy shit, it rained a lot last night. Fuck yeah, it's been raining here too. Uh, Stinkfist says, good morning, ass. What do I have to do to get my own theme music? Any forms I need to fill out? Well, now, now you know what? Uh, <clears throat> Mage is sending me a hat from Japan. So, I mean, if you, I mean, if you can find a cool letter A hat and send me, hey, you'll get your own music. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Stinkfist, I know you're a Tool fan. I'll, 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 I'll do you some Tool here soon. Uh, Good Darren says, good morning, ass family. Happy Joe Murphy Day. Great to be back listening live after making it out of Florida alive for the past week. My God, have you gotten your shots? I, 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 we're we're going to have to test you for fluoritis. There, that, that's all there is to it. I, I, I mean, you were in Florida for a week. Man, you could catch something that way. I'm praying for you. Trash Panda says, morning family, your can should be by the curb now, for Christ's sake. Yeah, get them trash cans out there. 
Um, well, Lottie freaking God! Great Fire says, F off Monday through Wednesday. It's an ass Thursday. It is. House of Pain says, good morning, ass family. Chaz, man, 17 years clean and sober today. I got a lot of inspiration from Dr. States. Thanks, Arnie. Um, wow, that is awesome. You know what, bro? That right there, and I'm not, this is not sarcastic. That is amazing news. That that deserves a gigantic deal of 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 appreciation. Um, it's hard. Seventeen years. It's hard. Day after day after day. The bad shit that happens to you. All this kind of stuff, and you have to learn how to deal with it on your own. You can't run to a pill or a bottle anymore. You have to figure it out. And it sucks. But it's so worth it when you get to this side and you don't have to rely on that stuff. And 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 look here, as, as somebody who just celebrated, shit, I just did, yeah, I just celebrated 26 years. I don't take these days for granted. I I appreciate them. And, and and it's okay to miss it. Oh, I miss being able to socially drink. I do. I really do. I I, I miss being able to. I'm I'm going to the Ranger game next Saturday. We we have a whole heap and help of people in town, and we're going to the Ranger game. Roscoe's first Ranger game. Now, would I like to have a beer there? Absolutely, I would. I can't. I can't. I'm not strong enough to take it that way. And I had to realize, and that's a tough realization. And Chazman did it for 17 years. Bravo, my friend. Bravo. That is good news. I like I like seeing that. Uh, also, I like seeing this right here. I took a dump at work. I pooped on the company dime. I took a dump at work. I do it all the time. The boss man takes my freedom and creativity. The least he can do is when I poo. Woo! Baby. Alicia, good morning to you. I hope you're doing well today. And then there is... Hot mama in the house. She says, good morning, ass. Congrats, Chaz, man. Hey, uh, be sure to tell bad hair Hayden I said good morning, or Caden this morning. Uh, Bad hair Caden, that's his name. Yes, tell him I said good morning. Uh, Cowboys girl is all up in the house after Triple T is puking over Whoopi Goldberg. We're not going to bow down and kiss the ring of the alphabet cult. No, she said I watched Lasso last night, yeah. LOL, I love it so much I almost fell out of my chair. <laughs> Slides of limit to ching chongs. Man, I have you you know what, honestly? I haven't heard that phrase that put down in such a long time. It was like refreshing. It was like it was like a blast from racism past. I mean it 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 tr- I think the reason why I laugh so much at that one, because this that right there is so... From Time Life Music comes a one-of-a-kind Rat Pack collection, their most bigoted songs. All your favorite once-acceptable hits like Hey There, Fruity. Hey there, Fruity, you can do my hair. Hey there, Fruity, don't touch me down there. Hey there, Fruity. Oh, God damn. Uh, Stinkfist says, I'll work on that hat. Okay, good, good. De- good Darren says, I came home and ate Whataburger. Got that Florida shit out of my system. Good, good. And he says, congratulations on the 17 years. Cowboys girl says that. 
Caden went and saw Sisu. He said it was amazing. Oh, it was. It was. It's right up there for me. I like John Wick 4, don't get me wrong. John Wick 4 was badass, but my, my two movies of the year so far are Cocaine Bear and Sisu. But, yeah, you know, we'll have to wait. I, I know that we'll probably have a review this weekend from our man Christopher. Even though I have no idea what's coming out. What is coming out this weekend? Anything worth this shit? All right. I don't want to see the Guardians of the Galaxy. Thanks anyway. Theaters. Let's see. Uh, Cinemark. All right. Let's see. Uh, book club. Oh, book club. Uh, hypnotic. I don't even know what the hell that is. Knights of the Zodiac. Well, we might not have a movie review this week. Well, wait. Hold on a second. Let me go to Friday because they don't put everything out there. Book club. Hiptonic, Knights of the Zodiac. Yeah, this weekend we might not be getting a review. Just saying. Doesn't look like a good lot, lot of good shit coming out this weekend. Um, all right. Oh, by the way, this morning, um, the Spawn, you know, Roscoe's mama, uh, she was on the phone, and, and she gets on these party line type deals, and then she's talking like 14, 15 people at a time. I don't know. And, and, and she has this one fellow on there. Uh, uh, he's a black fella. Nice guy. Introduce me to them like like in the morning if I'm sitting there eating breakfast and they're all talking and I'll I'll say something and then um, I don't know how official this is I I do not know how official official this is but he is a man of color and he bestowed upon me today the ability to say the N word. Uh, I, I, I guess when he gets a, he's thinking about moving around here, it, it, we're going to have a big ceremony. I'll, I'm going to get to wear a dashiki. And, and I have been given access to the N-word. I don't know when it starts. I, 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 I don't know if I have to wait till the ceremony or what. But, uh, but yes, I, I've been bestowed the N-word. And I, I just want to say I, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. You've made my life so much easier. <laughs> oh, where do I start today's show? Oh, I know. Let's talk about Donald Trump last night, shall we? Um, I did not watch the town hall. He had a town hall meeting on CNN, and of course, the Democrats don't do it, or he could be a trap. <laughs> <laughs> That's just funny. Um, AOC and Joy Behar led backlash to Trump's town hall, claiming audiences stacked with cult. As others say, former president walked all over Caitlin Collins, who was branded a nasty person. Now, uh, I, I was emailed, did you watch? Did you watch? And I said, no. And, and here's a simple reason why I didn't watch. It's too early to start getting me ramped up for this stuff. It, it is just far too early. Um, and I, I got to tell you, I have to tell you, I'm not really, I, I, I'm a little skeptical about how good this election could be. And by good, I mean uh, entertainment-wise, because that's the way I look at things, is how entertaining will this be? Will I get joy out of this? Will my listeners get joy out of this? If I get joy, you guys are going to get joy. So uh, uh, 
And from everything I'm already hearing, they're not even going to have debates on the Democratic side, which I think is just preposterous. But we'll get to more preposterous things that this administration has started to do, um, which has me fearing the fact that there might not be a debate presidentially. And if it comes down to Donald Trump and Joe Biden in a debate, I'm going to tell you this right now. I want to rent out a theater. And I want to watch that together because I think that will that should be given every award. That should be given the EGOT because I think it'll be that fantastic if they allow it to happen, which I don't think they will. Uh, Arnie is the official Indian of the S family. You can officially use, thank you, come again. Look at that. Man, I'm going I'm to have to clear some spaces off on the wall. Thank you. I appreciate that. Fred says, did anyone else watch the uh, retarded Biden give a speech yesterday? If he was Pinocchio, we would have been poking people in the back row within a few minutes. Oh, I, I've got all kinds. Biden's starting to unravel a little bit. Hey, the funniest a- Asian quote from movie uh, that I love is Clint Eastwood from Gran Torino. <laughs> I just, that movie just makes, I'll tell you in a second. Uh, the Asian kid is a zipper head. Or when they ask him if he wants to come over for barbecue and he tells them to keep their hands off his dog. <laughs> I love my, my favorite. Ra- there, there's two parts in that, that, that movie, Gran Torino, and it was on the other night. And I watched that movie with a little bit more reverence and appreciation for my dad. And I know everything goes back to my dad. My dad fought in Korea. My dad was o- awarded the Silver Star for what he did in Korea. Kind of like Walt. And my dad used to have a, a rager, especially for Koreans, but anybody who looked that way, he did not really care for that much. And watching that movie, I, I, I kind of understood. My dad said it was one of the most important movies he ever saw. But I, 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 I glanced past that because that movie was chocked full of awesome racism. The scene where he walks into the VFW and he goes, you know, a colored, a, a, a Jew, and a Chinaman walk into a bar, and the bartender says, get the fuck out. <laughs> I laughed so hard in the movie theater at that point, and I was one of the only people because everybody's so. But the other part is when he goes downstairs to fix the washer, and, and everybody leaves, and the, 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 the girl that likes Toad or whatever, and, and Walt describes them. Oh, hold on, you know what? I, I have to find it because it, I can't do it justice. Um, Walt fixing dryer, Gran Torino. Don't worry, I, I will. I promise. Uh, is this it? Yeah, this is it. Fantastic. Okay. Come on, you glutton. What's up? Right. Fast forward here. All right, so you got a bunch of kids down here. This oh, one girl's looking at him. Looking at old Toad. <laughs> here it is. I'd look down to if I was you. You know, I knew you were a dipshit the first time I ever saw you, but I never thought you were worse with women than you are at stealing cars, Toad. It's Toad. What? It's not Toad. It's Tao. My name is Tao. Yeah, well, you're blowing it with that girl who was there. Not that I give two shits about a Toad like you. You don't know what you're talking about. 
You're wrong, egg roll. I know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> I may not be the most pleasant person to be around, but I got the best woman who was ever on this oh, planet shit. to marry me. He called him an I egg worked roll. at it. It was the best thing that ever happened to me, hands down. But you, you know, you're letting click clack ding dong and Charlie Chan just walk. <laughs> click clack ding dong and Charlie Chan. Oh my God. Oh God damn. I forgot how funny that scene. I never even realized the, the hey egg roll. Oh my God. That movie, that movie was just, and, and it was such an artsy movie. They could get away with it. Oh, it's so fantastic. Buenos dias, Ogre. How are you, my friend? So last night, Donald Trump does his little town hall, and they're accusing it of being stacked with all his... Wait, 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 wait. They're mad because the town hall was stacked with his followers? Really? Really? Do you remember? I mean, I mean, town halls, they're supposed to, you know, put them... They don't. They ask softball questions that have to be pre-approved by the campaign in nine campaigns out of ten. So to say, oh, they, they've stacked that town hall. Yeah, of course they did. And of course they're going to go after the, ho- the the gal that was running it. But Why? Because she was handpicked by the Trump administration or the Trump campaign. I, I, I've never, this is the thing that I, I just, I'm, I'm having the, the hardest time with in, in this new day and age, the day and age of, duh. do you not realize that we have video of your side doing the exact same thing? Anthony Fauci, don't you realize we have video of you of, uh, of making people stay at home, telling them to wear masks? And you come out and you say, oh, I never said that. Well, yes, you did. We're not stupid. I didn't even know you could call someone an egg roll. I know, right? That's what makes that fucking line so good. But the highlight of the night had to be this part right here. Oh, crap. This weird new tool is quickly becoming the most popular Christmas gift for gardeners in 2022. It combines... Speaking of New York, I want to about a significant verdict that was reached yesterday. I know this is something you want to weigh in on as well. Manhattan jury found that you sexually abused the writer E. Jean Carroll and defamed her. You've denied this, but what do you say to voters who say it disqualifies you from being president? Well, there aren't too many of them because my poll numbers just came out. They went up. Okay. (laughs) Fuck you. I think think I'm... I'm the only person in history who had a charge like that. And the, usually you, you leave office, you say, I'm sorry, but I'm going to back home. I'm back home to my family and everything. I'm going to be resigned. My poll numbers went up and they went up with the other fake charge too. Because what's happening is they're doing this for election interference. This woman, I don't know her. I never met her. I have no idea who she is. I had a picture taken years ago with her and her husband, nice guy, John Johnson. He was a newscaster, a very nice man. She called him an ape. Happens to be African-American. Called him an ape. The judge wouldn't allow us to put that in. Her dog or her cat was named Vagina. The judge wouldn't allow it to put that in. All of... He, he, he said Vagina on CNN. He, he just said Vagina on CNN. Donald Trump just said Vagina on CNN. 
the judge wasn't allowed to put that in. All of these things, he but with her, they could put in anything. Access this Hollywood. This was a jury of nine people who found right. you liable. Newscaster, very nice man. She called him an ape. Happens to be African American. Called him an ape. The judge wouldn't allow us to put that in. Her dog, or her cat, was named Vagina. The judge wouldn't allow to put that in. Hold on a second. And by the way, Arise sent this to me. She just uh, logged in. Hopefully she's on the road to recovery really well. Um, she sent this to me, and I'm so happy I'm playing it right now. Hold on. Or her cat was named Vagina. The judge wasn't allowed to put that in. All That's all I had to give. But right with there. her, they can put in anything. Access this Hollywood. This is a jury of nine people. Oh. <laughs> Oh, God damn, I got to do all this shit over again. All right, hold on just a second. Let me, I, I can't lose the vagina sound effect. I mean, that right there is just solid gold. I'm just going to, well, oh, shit, I can't send it. Okay, there we go. Uh, don't save and then do that, all that crap again. It won't even let me, it's so stupid why it does that. I don't know why it does that. Uh, jeez. There we go. All right. We'll send it now. All right. Great. Why is everything popping up on every goddamn computer I got? I don't care that it, it's, you know, National Table Day or whatever the fuck it is. Stop telling me about all these made-up days. Yes, there is an actual National Table Day. By the way, over the weekend, I looked up, um... The uh, Toy Hall of Fame, because a couple weeks ago we did the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and how it was horrible. The only other Hall of Fame that's that bad is the Toy Hall of Fame. I looked it up, and theirs don't come out till November, so I was able to submit a, a, an idea, and I have submitted the Evil Knievel uh, wind-up doll. Evil Knievel will be getting into the goddamn Toy Hall of Fame. And that's the bottom line, because Arnie States, who is freshly N-word certified, said so. Doctor just gave you a glean bill of health. Fantastic. Glad to hear that. He rise back up and on her feet. Ready to do some fucking square dancing. Uh, if I could say vagina on CNN, I'd be so happy. <laughs> I know, right? That's the best part. He said it on CNN. Um, boy, yesterday was not a very, very good day for the Bidens. I, I, I have to say... Um, there is what they call explosive new evidence that the Biden's family um, accepted a lot of money. Now, now usually when they say explosive is not good. Like, like, like you don't use like explosive happiness. That, that's just not, you use explosive diarrhea. So um, let's see. Good to hear you're STD-free. Um, the sheer magnitude of Biden family corruption uncovered by a House Oversight Committee can only be described as breathtaking. Hold on a second here. We have to do this correctly. Otherwise, I, I, would, I wouldn't be worth my salt as a broadcaster. That's right. The magnitude of corruption will take your breath away just like Supergroup from the 80s Berlin. Nah. 
Woo! Did I post the shit out of that? Documents show that over $10 million in foreign money flowed like a river into 20 shell companies and LLCs LLCs created for the Biden's financial benefit. Most of it was then serendipitously shuffled around various accounts before it landed in the hands of nine members of the family. There you go. Thank you, Berlin. The incriminating evidence comes from thousands of subpoenaed bank records, transfers, electronic transitions containing in more than 170 suspicious activity reports. The administration refused to cough up those records until a committee forced its hand. Shocking. By the way, there are still tons and tons of documents to be examined. George Floyd slow dances to this in hell. Uh, You need the audio clip from Naked Gun where Oscar viewers do the collective head slap. Yeah, this... uh, Now, see, usually when you hear the, the phrase, once again, explosive new evidence, that's bad. That, that is just horrible. But, but you know, the president's taking it in stride. I, I, I just... <sighs> Biden quietly admits to the, that the border has been in chaos for a number of years. Do, do we have him saying it on... Uh, I, I don't have video of him saying it. Um, I guess he got caught yesterday. Uh, He was at the Westchester County Airport. Uh, Biden admitted that there has been, quote, chaos at the border for a number of years. Well, we've had the chaos at the border for a number of years. Um, The purpose of what we're doing now is making illegal immigration more uh, streamlined, illegal immigration shorter term and moved, and moving in a direction that people know that there's a legal way to get here and not a legal way. That's what's underway now. What did he say? I, I, I mean, he, he pulled, and by the way, we have, uh, where do I have, is, is it right here? We, we might have a new Kamala. We, we might have a new Kamala. I, I'm not sure. No, that's not it. Um, I, th- I thought somebody said, I thought I saw one yesterday. Dang it. Oh, I'll just have to, no, I ain't there. Well, maybe was it, was it you who sent me that? No. But but yesterday's Kamala Harris that we got is so good. It's so fantastic. This is this is one heartbeat away. Today is today. And yesterday was today yesterday. Tomorrow will be today tomorrow. So live today. So the future today will be as the past today. As it is tomorrow. Oh, I know the, the the ogre. I know the clip is fake, but she says she. I mean, I mean, honestly, I I can play plenty of them. That I am Kamala Harris. My pronouns are she and her. I am a woman sitting at the table wearing a blue suit. Let's see which other one I got here. Um, 
Oh, how about we try this one? Let's see. So when we talk about equality, well, that's a good goal. But let us not presume that because everyone should be treated equal, that they start out on equal footing. So equity, as a concept, says, recognize. Better recognize. That everyone has the same capacity, but in order for them to have equal opportunity to reach that capacity, what we must pay attention to this issue of equity if we are to expect and allow people to compete on equal footing. What? What did you just say? An AI version of Kamala would be far smarter. Not like that's saying much. No, the AI one could at least be a fucking checker at 7-Eleven. I mean, for the love of God, come on. The border is fucking chaos. Chaos is an understatement. Mayhem. Apocalyptic. I mean, honestly, when this Title 42 ends, we're going to see a lot of violence at the border. I'm just going to tell you that right now. And once again, this administration has done all of... Hmm, where's the right one? Let's see. Uh, They've done all of... Jack Squad! ...about it. They've laughed at it. We found out this week, even though we knew what was happening whenever the VIPs would visit this southern border in El Paso, they bust out all the people that were living on the streets. They bust them out to someplace else in Texas, which means now they're on the loose. We've allowed them into the country. Now, look, look, everybody thinks, and, and, and I do have a problem with something here. And I've been very quiet about this problem the entire time. But nobody else is talking about it, so I didn't want to talk about it. Because we all felt, I don't know, good. We felt like a, a little warmness in our bellies. Whenever we would hear about Ron DeSantis or Governor Greg Abbott bussing these people to these liberal cities. Ha, 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 ha. Showed you, motherfuckers. <clears throat> you gave them exactly what they wanted. They're in America now. They're doing whatever they want. They're not all staying at detention centers. But I imagine they're making their ways to find their people, their clans, their groups, their friends. It's not that hard. You got these suckers in these liberal cities who hand them money when they get off the fucking bus. That's a true story. Hand them hands of cash, gobs of cash. Do you want to know why crime numbers are up? Yes, and I'm going to blame the illegal aliens. I'll tell you why. Maybe it's not them in particular. But they're making the cost of living go up in these areas. And these places, these people have to uh, uh, adjust to that. And it's not fair to those people. It's not fair to the people of New York that, that, that all of a sudden now we've sent them 18,000 more people. Because that's what the number is to New York, 18,000 that we've sent. They're in the country. 
See, this is this is the part that I have the hardest time with being an American, especially an American in this day and age. I always see this video come up. And it was the night that we killed, and I, I shouldn't say we killed, but the Navy SEALs, the brave Navy SEALs killed Osama bin Laden. And the main live event that was happening at that time was a shitty Phillies baseball game. And people start getting alerted on their cell phones when it happened. And the crowd was about to erupt. And then President, uh, you know, shithead Obama came out and delivered the news to America that we had executed Osama bin Laden. And we partied in the streets like it was the dropping of the New Year's ball. I remember I I was not very popular on the air the next day because I was not excited about it. And they asked me why I wasn't excited about it. And I said, well, we're better than that. Well, what what do you mean? I was like, we're better than that. Do, Do you not remember that day? In September 2001, the 11th, I believe. Do you not remember watching the coverage? And we all watched the coverage. Every single one of us watched that coverage that day. We saw the planes go into the building. We saw the buildings fall down. Thousands of innocent Americans were killed just for going to work. It made Pete Davidson popular. This is what should make you upset. And then they showed a live shot in the Middle East. And it showed those savages jumping up and dancing up and down in the streets. I tell you guys all the time that hate is good and hate... it. The, the hate that fuels my heart for uh, a couple of people, it, it is good for me. It keeps me going. It gives me goals, assault goals. I had never been filled with that much hate in my life. When I saw these people over there dancing in the street, I'd never been, I, I, I was sickened. And I remember seeing, like, you know, growing up as a little kid, uh, the Iran hostages, and I remember seeing them burning the U.S. flag, but I was a little kid, and it didn't, I mean, something stuck in my craw then, but it didn't hit me like that one hit me. And I always looked at that night that, that we took out Osama bin Laden, and I was very, very proud to be an American, that I know that there are Americans that can do that kind of pen, you know, perfect execution, even though it wasn't perfect and they had all kinds of problems, they still got the job done. Not enough, though, to dance in the street. If they ended the war on terror, we can dance in the street, I think. We end the war on drugs, we'll be dancing in the street. We'll be sober, but we'll be dancing in the street. CA says great points right now. And, and, and I'm not judging people. It might sound like I'm looking down at my, my, my bifocals at them, and I don't have bifocals on. I'm not. I'm just saying we're better than that. That's not for me. 
I'm 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 going to act like we've been there before. I'm going to I'm going to hand the football off to the the the. If you want to celebrate, you want to jump up and down. Fine by me. But the next time that they get us, and by the way, they will get us again when they're dancing in the streets. And, and and you're sitting around going, you believe they're fucking dancing in the streets? Da, 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 da. Yeah, I can. Because they're savages. But those are my two cents. Um, anyway, getting back to this this apocalyptic thing that's happening at the border, I think El Paso will be hit pretty hard, but not near as hard as South Texas. South Texas, it's going. I've. It'll look like one of those old war movies, I think. You remember like 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 like, uh, like uh, 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 Braveheart. You know when the English army set up and there was just waves and waves and waves of the British army? I kind of think that's what's going to happen when Title 42 happens. It's just going to be waves and waves and we're going to be wondering, is there anybody left in Mexico? Please, please tell me there's somebody left. How am I ever going to buy chiclets? So, yeah, um, uh, just get ready. That, that, that's just going to be, uh, that'll happen right around the corner from now. Just letting you know. Uh, let's see, let's see, White House. Uh, oh, oh, oh. <clears throat> and this wonderful White House that we have. This is my favorite now. Um, the White House, the Biden White House, now says it can expel reporters who don't act professionally. Well, I mean... And so the president's going to be very honest, very uh, upfront with the American people. That's what you're hear from him, as he always is when he speaks. I'm not quite sure why I'm here or what I'm doing, but there's a reason... The Biden White House wants to revise rules for who can attend press briefings and news conferences, irking reporters who believe the threat against the First Amendment will be used to shield the president and members of his administration. What? You you don't say. Surprise, surprise, surprise. The White House informed reporters in a notice Friday that credentials known as hard passes will be revoked under the new rules if a journalist doesn't act in a professional manner. Now, uh, V. Coop says, just come out and say we'll censor the news. Uh, They are. If we don't like what you have to say, you're not professional. That's what they're saying. They have changed the rules of the press. We've seen it coming. Now, will this be enough to irk the rest of the media? No. This means people like Peter Ducey won't be won't be allowed in White House press secretary. The the African fella, he won't be allowed in there, even though he has press credentials. Now, if you go in there and you have press credentials and you act like an asshole and you call her a, a uh, the N-word because you don't have the N-word pass like me. See, I can do it, and, and it would be okay but because I have the pass. Remember, I, I told you about that. Um, but but if you yell the N-word at her and things like that, no, I can see getting kicked out for that. 
but not for questions. And by the way, it's up to their standards. So a couple weeks ago, Peter Ducey did ask that question that we talked about on the show um, when we first heard that they were sending 1,500 troops to the border. This was the day after um, uh, Jean-Pierre said that the Biden administration has reduced illegal immigration by 90%. So the next day after she said it's been reduced by 90%, Peter Ducey asked, if it's been reduced by 90%, why are we sending 1,500 troops to the border? Green Jean-Pierre looks at him very nastily, folds up her book, and walks off. Doesn't say a word. Now, can she also be kicked out for not acting professional? Because that's not professional. You were asked a legitimate question. If you say that this is down so much, why are you overprotecting it then? Hmm... So they're basically targeting, they're, uh, Stinkfist, they're targeting Ducey, and there's an African guy in there who's just awesome. I don't know his name, but he asks hard questions too, and I don't think necessarily he's a Republican. He's just somebody who's asking truthful, honest, good questions. And he and, he and KJP, they do not get along. Uh, they're doing a classic move in the military. Uh, when you call someone out for lying or not doing their job, they immediately claim you're being unprofessional. Yeah. Simon. Is that that's his name? That's the black guy's name, Simon? Oh, yeah, I like that dude. Can we expel the press secretary who can't do her job? That's unprofessional, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what I'm asking too, Fish Dick. But I, I, I see this. This is the part that makes me scratch my head. We all see all this. We can all agree it's wrong. I mean, I, I mean, I mean, they have evidence against the president that he was receiving money while vice president for foreign favors. Okay. Highly illegal. Treasonous even. I think we could almost hang him for it. That's how bad it is. Not only that. His son is a known crack addict. He bragged about it on the CBS Sunday Morning News. That he smoked more Parmesan than anyone in the world. And guffawed and guffawed. He also lied on a federal gun uh, uh, license. That's a felony. Okay? Oh, not to mention that he fathered a, a stripper who spells the word London with a U. I mean, there's so much to go off on on that. London with a U, really? Anywho, they, they, they resulted in a pregnancy. He has been found to be the father. They've done the DNA test. He was on Maury, maybe. Yet, he doesn't pay child support. And 
He doesn't want to allow the child to use his last name. And his father does not recognize the grandbaby. And 50% of the country says it's not our business. When did it stop being our business? If it was our business that Donald Trump slept with a porn star before he was president, if that is truly our business, then so is all this. Why wasn't it our business when Bill Clinton got a blowjob from Monica Lewinsky in the Oval Office? That, that, that's company time, sir. You're going to have to clock out for that one. And then he lied to Congress about it. And we were told, not our business. This whole wackadoodle fucking, uh, what they want to call rape trial, it's, it wasn't, a, it was a civil case that he lost. There weren't even 12 jurors, there's like nine jurors. Why is that our business? But the, 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 the Biden stuff, that, that, that's not our business. Why is it not our business that, that the president takes a cognitive test. I've never called for him to take one. I mean, we, we all know he needs to take one. This man is lost. He shakes hands with the air, the hair sniffing, the, the, the not remembering what the last country he was in. See, the president's supposed to be sharp. Now, this is going to pain me, pain me to say this, Barack Obama was a sharp guy. Now, I mean sharp, meaning he was, he, he, he could answer things on the fly. I'm not saying he's sharp intellectually. I'm not saying he's sharp for president. I'm just saying he was a sharp guy. Uh, v. Coop Military, it's a corporate America, too. I say the slightest thing, uh, call out someone's uh, someone software not working, someone not fulfilling their duty, and I'm told that's unprofessional. It's all about blind obedience. It is. Nobody wants to be called out anymore. This, hey, this is what I was talking about on my rant. This overprotection that we've we've done to our children, that they can't handle being called out, and then they get to call you unprofessional for it. I would bet in that case, Ogre, right there, that somebody that didn't do their job, their software job, not fulfilling their job, they know they're not doing it. They know they're not doing it. They're not going to change anything about it. And then when somebody calls them out, they go, oh, you're unprofessional for saying that. No, no, no. I want to hit quota. I want to get bonuses. I want to get paid. I'm tired of doing my job and you not doing your job. I get it. But they've been coddled. I watch, you know, I watch a lot of wrestling. Last night was a wrestling night. And, uh. They have this show on afterwards called AEW All Access. And it's kind of a behind-the-scenes thing in wrestling. And I, I I wholeheartedly still believe in the whole keep wrestling, as they would call it, kayfabe, meaning I believe that the characters do not like each other. I know that they drive down the roads with it. I, I already know I, kayfabe has been broken a long time ago. 
But this really, this this is this is pissing on it. I think, in my opinion, and it shows these people. And and I I appreciate that MJF has not done this because he's the only guy who is kayfabe right now. These guys are such whiners. They're such pussies. There's this tag team called the Young Bucks who got suspended because they got into a fight in the locker room. A fight in a locker room in a wrestling match? And and the worst that happened is somebody got a, a bloody nose? You want to talk about a fight in a wrestling match? How about we go to San Juan, Puerto Rico when Bruiser Brody got gutted? One of my all-time favorite wrestlers. A man I got to meet who was fucking super nice to me. He was gutted in the shower in San Juan, Puerto Rico. And the guy walked away scot-free because he's a wrestling star in Puerto Rico. So you're going to suspend these guys because they got in a little brouhaha because they're all wrestlers. Wrestlers are not really salt-of-the-earth people. I'm just here to tell you I know it. And then they come back and they go, I I don't know if the fans are going to like me or not. Uh, I've been I've, I've been having sleepless nights over this. Oh my gosh! I, you have sleepless nights over worrying about the fans in a wrestling match liking you or not when you are already a, a fucking heel. Shut up, pussy! I, I I swear to God, I I I don't know what has happened to my world. They're invading my world now. Ogre says, I hate to say it, but this wasn't a problem before overly sensitive women started running the joint. I swear to fuck, every sentence you say has to make sure it doesn't offend anyone. When guys were in charge of my division, you could be blunt, you know? A fight in the locker room is good for wrestling. Keeps them on their toes. Helps with kayfabe, if anything. That helps storylines. Hell, film that and take that shit as part of history. I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right now. If the main event at Wembley Stadium for AEW does not include CM Punk, the Young Bucks, and Kenny Omega. If that's not the main event, they they're they're horseshit. They are horse. I know that they've alleged that they've sold sixty thousand seats. That's who the fight was with. Let's have them do it. Um, V Coop sent me a video the other day, and this is very very fascinating. And um, he says this happens all the time. Um, that this happened, uh, same thing happened in Kuwait. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'm going to play this video for you. Well, it's official. Michigan taxpayers are going to be on the hook for $175 million that is going to be sent to the Chinese Communist Party in Beijing. Yeah, I know that sounds crazy, but it it's happening. The Democrat-led House and Senate here in Michigan have approved the funding to go to Chinese battery maker Goshan, which is going to be opening a plant here in Marshall, Michigan, with Ford. Now, part of this plan is going to be giving $175 million to this Chinese Communist Party-owned company, and they are going to be bringing more than 300 Chinese nationals here to Michigan to train Ford's employees on how to operate this new facility and how to use their battery technology. So as Biden is going around talking about new manufacturing and you know electric vehicles being produced here in the US with American technology, that's a lie. They are paying the Chinese Communist Party to bring their technology and to bring their workers 
here to America. And ironically, they are building this plant right next to a military base. Mm. So we are going to have Chinese nationals who will be reporting back to the Chinese government working within miles of an Air Force base. That's awesome. In a factory that is being paid for by taxpayers. And the, the people who are profiting are the Chinese Communist Party. It, it, if you were just hearing this on Facebook or something, or someone just told you that, you'd think they're insane. But this is actually happening. That's what's, what's going on in, in our state capital here in Lansing. Democrats are literally selling our state to the Chinese Communist Party. So if you haven't been paying attention, I really hope you start paying attention now. Wow. Wow. Um, do, do you think that, 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 that when they, they start their trip, they start playing this song? No, that's not the one I want. No, hold on. Get out my way. No, that's not. No, I don't want get out my way. Where, where's the where's the song? Oh, say, can you see I'm coming to America? I, I, I mean, I could always do this one. I mean, maybe Neil's on board with him. I mean... Can you imagine they're doing karaoke to that? <laughs> Roaming to America. <laughs> sorry, Mage. Mage, I, I, I truly am sorry. I mean... I like rabbits because you can pull their ears back and make them look like Asian people. Maybe the plant can welcome Chinese workers with some Dean Martin. From Time Life Music comes a one-of-a-kind Rat Pack collection, their most bigoted songs. All your favorite once-acceptable hits like Dean Martin singing Chinaman's Chants. And Mr. Chinaman saying his Chinaman way. I'll have that slide one up, in, in, uh, hopefully before the end of the break. We'll see. Um... Other story from China. Now, I don't know if this is what they're working on, but China develops a brain chip that lets monkeys control robotic arms with their minds. Now, 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 look, look, we all know that Skynet's real and we're going to allow monkeys to run it? Oh, this is what I want to see. I want to see a robot pretending to poop in their hand and throw it at you. The brain computer transforms EEG signals to into control instructions. And we're allowing monkeys to control these robots? Jesus. <laughs> nope, keep it up. I love it. You make me happy with all this. All right, good. Ogre says, oh, great, robo-chimps. What's the fucking worst that could happen, Right. We're going to get all this poop shaving, this metal poop shavings thrown at us. 
<sighs> the world is ending, people. I need that meteorite. I, I need it. I need that meteorite terribly bad. Good Lord. Monkeys controlling robots using AI. <sighs> I just don't know what to do. Right turn, Clyde. All right. 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Hit me up on Mixler. It is Thursday, and you know what that means. Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy is next. Love is a burning thing And it makes a fiery ring Bound by wild desire I fell into a ring of fire I fell into a burning ring of fire I went down, down, down And the flames went higher And it burns, burns, burns The ring of fire The ring of fire Fell into a burning ring of fire I went down, down, down And the flames went higher And it burns, burns, burns The ring of fire The ring of fire The taste of love is sweet When hearts like ours meet I fell for you like a child Oh, but the fire went wild I fell into a burning ring of fire I went down, down, down And the flames went higher And it burns, burns, burns The ring of fire The ring of fire I fell into a burning ring of fire I went down, down, down And the flames went higher And it burns, burns, burns The ring of fire The ring of fire And it burns, burns, burns The ring of fire The ring of fire The ring of fire Hello, I'm Johnny Cash. I hear the train a-coming, it's rolling around a bend. And I ain't seen the sunshine since I don't know when. I'm stuck in Folsom Prison, and time keeps dragging on. But that train keeps a-rolling. On down to San Antonio When I was just a baby My mama told me, son Always be a good boy Don't ever play with guns But I shot a man in Reno 
just to watch him die. When I hear that whistle blowing, I hang my head and dining car they're probably drinking coffee and smoking big cigars well I know I had it coming I know I can't be free but those people keep a moving and that's what tortures me Trumpet sound, I'm gonna rise right out of the ground. Ain't no grave can hold my body down. Well, look way down the river, and what do you think I see? I see a band of angels, and they're coming after me. Ain't no grave can hold my body down. There ain't no grave. Can hold my body down Well, look down yonder, Gabriel Put your feet on the land and see But Gabriel, don't you blow your trumpet Till you hear from me There ain't no grave Can hold my body down Ain't no grave Can hold my body down Jesus, meet me, meet me in the middle of the air. And if these wings don't fail me, I will meet you anywhere. Ain't no grave can hold my body down. 
Check in my load Ain't no grave Can hold my body down There ain't no grave Can hold my body down There ain't no grave Can hold my body down The Arnie State Show show here on a Friday Eve, also known as Thursday. Hope you're having a good morning so far, ass family. Ah, tomorrow, Friday, the weekend, all kinds of good stuff. I don't even know what to promote here, so I'm not going to promote anything. I'm just going to say, hey, it's Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy time. That's what time it is. Uh Uh-huh. So let me hit the button here and hit call, and we're calling Lake Tahoe Joe. Boy, do we have a lot to talk about. Hello. Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy. Yeah, that's me, buddy. What's going on? How are you, my friend? Well, you know, you have one of those days where you you seem a little frazzled. Yes. Oh, yeah, all the time. You know, you're scrambling, and you're moving, but 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 you really do have it all together. You're you're hoping, sure. but yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah, I, I always have one of those days where I'm kind of you know my password. I'm getting really really mad at my password here that I can't. Uh, get I'll get it. It'll take it. That was why I was frazzled. But I can't get a hold of Google. Can I get a hold? How do I get a hold of Google? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you, you know, see, you and I are old school guys. See, I, if I need to get a hold of somebody, I want to call. I want to call. I don't want to send an email. I don't want to chat online. I want to talk to the person so they can hear the frustration in my goddamn voice. <laughs> I know. That's my point. Is that's what I said. I had a friend of mine. It's like you know, having nineteen email addresses. You know, forty-seven different accounts. You know, how do I get all the Google? They're a real pain in the ass. I know. I know. I think Google thinks you're the pain in the ass guy. That's the problem. But yeah, you know, I, I just started laughing when he said, "How do I get all the Google?" You know, and then there's two sides. It's like uh, the, the the kids would be like, "That's ridiculous." You can just retire uh, double double your dot dot whatever. But us, we're like, "Can I get somebody on the phone?" Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I mean, look, I make a lot of crank calls on this show. But I want the phone numbers to these places so I can chew somebody's fucking ass. Exactly. When's the last time a prompt thing went really hilarious on the show? Like, press five. You know, like, I mean, yeah, you got to, yeah, you got to reach them. And and not only the frustration, but like the chat. You you never, ever, the the live chat. It's a a robot. You don't really, there's, there's several things they know how to do and that's it. You know, it's like, it's not real. I think, can I get uh, Martha, who's worked there? She just got her uh, 50-year anniversary party <laughs> at the at the, uh, at the the office. And let me talk to her. Yeah, she knows what's going on. Not you, computer box. <laughs> no. The new uh, IT guy's 19. Yeah. Martha's been there for 30 years. I want to talk to her. Uh, we're just two old guys. I, I, I mean, we are living the Grand Torino lifestyle. You and I want people off our front lawn. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's crazy because, I mean, I... I, I mean, I, I named one of my kids Chosen a long time ago. Whatever. I think that was God, actually. But yeah, we'll talk about that later. Um, uh, this week was the uh, Westminster Dog Show, Joe. Did, did, mm-hmm. did, do you ever pay attention? Holy <laughs> No, do, do you ever pay attention to this? Like, sometimes it'll be on, like, the USA Network, and, and there's nothing else on, and you watch it to see what dogs you want to win. Well, you know, it's not like the Super Bowl. And in fact, folks, for you out there, this is a quick tidbit of learning for everybody out there. That is the prime example of what they call counter programming. Because on the Super Bowl, everybody's going to watch the Super Bowl, but there's going to be those people. Boom, there it is, the exact opposite of the Super Bowl, watching uh, your neighbor walk her dog. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I I mean,. I, I, I've watched it because sometimes, you know, it's a breed that I might have. The French Mastiff has never won because, well, they're, they're a fucking mess. That's all they are. Um, but did you know that this is an old competition and that there have been quite a few wild scandals involving the Westminster Dog Show? I can only imagine. I mean, it's like, yeah, it's been around forever. This is, these are the very first snooty people. Yeah, you oh, know. oh, absolutely. Go way back to where snooty was snooty. I mean, you know, one guy's, you know, uh, drinking out of uh, the, the creek and the other guy's a, a, gob, a gold-encrusted goblet or something, mm. you know. And, and so, yeah, this is the snooty snooty, and it's grown through the years. I mean, you can just see the, the prance, even the dogs. I oh, mean, yeah. the dogs have better manners than I do. <laughs> Well, in 1895, this competition goes way, way back. In 1895, eight dogs were poisoned at the dog show. Eight top dogs were poisoned the morning before the competition. Boy, that is rough. Yeah, that's crazy. And what year was that? 1895. Wow. Wow. I mean, I'll guarantee you. There's a few scandals because this year there's a huge scandal. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Apparently, Buddy Holly got hammered by the big bopper the night before the show. (laughs) In 2010, two PETA members stormed on stage and protested the dog show rules that said, Mutt's rule and get rid of purebreds. You know what? That's the common man. That's the Democrats showing up at yeah. that thing. Yeah, fucking liberals. <laughs> Let them mutt. You know what? We'll bang a few mutts, but they ain't coming to the show. All right? <laughs> um, they say we're not a law enforcement agency. The AKC said they were not to blame for the abuse of many dogs and were charged, and, and, and people were arrested for animal cruelty in 2013. Now, why were they arrested for animal cruelty? I don't know. Do you see what they make them damn dogs do and brush? I, and, you know, I mean, yeah. that's all fucking dog wants to. Look, I have a 200-pound French Mastiff that all he wants to do is lay down. That's it. I bet he likes to crap, too. Oh, he loves that. He loves barking at people and crapping. <laughs> that's it. He barks, craps, and sleeps. That's all Looks he does. Like oh, I'm sorry. And sheds. As he's that's, sitting right uh, that's, next to me. You know, the hat trick's enough. He yeah. starts shouting. Come on, kid. Now, now I got a question for you. We're, we're leaving the dog show now. Okay. Um, uh, as a man who's an international sex worker, you. Uh, critically um, acclaimed. Critically acclaimed. I'm sorry. Award winning, if you will. Um, 
Nine-time Golden Penis Award. Whoa, nine times. Um, Stinkfist <laughs> says, I watched the dog show for the bitches. <laughs> um, Robert De Niro, at 79 years old, just had his eighth child, or seventh or eighth, I don't know, seventh child. Um, is this something that you have to you you have to prevent against early on in the in the international sex game? Well, first off, just real quick, go back to Doctor Things as an international uh, sex worker. There is a lot of similarities in the dog show, and yeah. you know, and, and I, my profession, you know, there has been butt snipping. It yeah, happens. Oh, yeah. It yeah. happens on set. It's crazy, but but anyway, um, so. Seven nights. So, so here's what I'm gonna tell this kid. Um, make daddy make make sure you guys get him a big headstone because when he go out to play catch for the first time with dad, he just bounced <laughs> off his tombstone. Seventy nine years old. I mean, he outdid Tony Randall. And for all the young people, they have no idea who Tony Randall is. And Sean Kemp's still trying to beat the record, so we'll see. Oh, yes. uh, Sean Kemp's got 49 children from fucking... I know, I know. Cam Newton's got a couple. We'll get to him. Also, uh, but yeah, that's just crazy. When, hey, Dad, what are we doing for my 21st birthday? Fuck you, I'm 100. I, I'm dying. I'll be dead. Yeah, I'm dying. I just did 100. We're really going to do 21 right now when I just did 100? Come on, bro. Are you really child? Are you really family planning at 79? Come on, Bob. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I saw that story and I was like, good Lord. Well, I, I don't want a kid now, especially at 79. No, thanks. You um, say selfish? You, you don't use the word selfish? I, I use the word fucking lazy, man. Fuck, pull out for Christ's sake. I mean, for the kid, how kind of self? I mean, the kid's not going to have a real dad. No. Like, if he wants to be a dad, dad. I just, to me, it doesn't make sense either, right? But just for all the different reasons. I mean, yeah, are you really going to be a dad, or are you just going to be somebody that he goes and sees, you know, laying in a bed at a, at a, or a rest home or something? I mean, you know. If he makes it that long. Weird. I mean, it, it is it, it is a very, very strange one. You're out since I'm old. I get the Tony Randall reference. Um, a Division three Minnesota college baseball player. Hit a home run the other day, and then did a gigantic bat flip, which uh, I, I I can walk. Okay, let's see. All right, here we go. There's the pitch. Oh, Driven to deep left field, and this one. Is oh, oh. He took the bat underhanded and threw it, and it, like, did a baton flip. Um, so the batter hits a home run. He takes the bat, but as he's running the bases, he does a bat flip? No, no, a bat flip. He takes... Oh, oh, backflip. What happened? I thought you said a backflip. I was no. like, okay. No, what happens, let's see, uh, I'll, I'll continue playing this. So he he slides the the barrel down to his right hand, and he throws it up and flips it. And as soon as he crosses home plate, the umpire throws him out for the backflip. So, okay, that just went the different way than I thought it was going. I thought it was going to be something like because if you'd have done a backflip, mm -hmm. well, that's fine. Go ahead because the next time the next batter on your team's up is getting some little chin music, right? Okay. Oh well, the backflip, the backflip would do the same thing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, the yeah. backflip too. Okay, right. Yeah. So he does that. You don't have to throw him out of the game, though. That's kind of ridiculous. Well, you know, I get yeah, it. You don't reject him. I get it, though. See, the umpire is protecting against the the beaning of the next player. I get what the umpire is doing. 
So he ejected him, and that's I see that point too. I never yeah. thought that. I didn't play the tape all the way through like you did, Arnie. Yeah, well, you know that's why I'm here to to give you these stories. But no, no, no. I, I wanted to get your opinion on this. So uh, yeah, I can see that as a, as a Tony or as a Tony or what? That we're not going to let this thing get out of control. It's not going to go there. So we're going to go nip it in the bud right now. Uh, I I can see that, uh, but at first it seems a little harsh to eject him. But you know. Uh, if you were literally, you could even use like a safety rule. You can't be throwing bats around, youngster. Sure. But now let's take that umpire and what he did, his his uh, pre, his pre-justice that he handed out. A guy flips a bat like that and the umpire doesn't throw him out of the game. We all know that the next time he comes up, he's getting drilled. It's not the next batter, but for sure the next batter might get a little close ones. But, yeah, he's getting drilled. That's how baseball regulates. Right, yeah. exactly. And, and, and so he's taking the step ahead. Yeah, and, and, yeah. I, I mean, I just wanted to make sure that you saw that the same way. Because I, I would not have – if I was the, the opposing team that they hit the home run off of, if I was the manager, I would just look at the pitcher and, and shake my head and go, if you do not drill the next guy, you're off the fucking team. I, I got pulled for not uh, for not throwing at a guy. I, yeah. I was a senior Babe Ruth. I was playing senior Babe Ruth, and I, uh, I not to say maybe I mean some say shell shock. I don't like that term, uh, <laughs> but you know, pummels, shell shock. <laughs> I think there's a couple of balls that haven't landed yet. Okay. Um, and so I got pulled, and the actual the pick that my coach was a guy that was coming up through the ranks of the Padres, and. Uh, he just he wasn't gonna make it. He was single A ball, so he stays in Reno. He starts driving a seven up truck, and he's our coach. And I, I was the groundskeeper when he actually was a professional baseball player. He's our coach, so yeah, he pulled me because he I didn't throw to the guy. That guy, he's like, you know, Murphy, we got to put band aids on your tits right now, and you're not throwing it to any dentist just then. You're gonna show some nuts out here, and I was like, you hurt my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> but but that's and, and see that's what makes baseball so great are all the unwritten rules that go along with it. And I know that you and I, I don't think you and I have ever had this conversation, and I didn't warn you about this because it just Sorry. hit me this morning, but I know that you'll be able Um, <clears throat> I have a few rules when it comes to watching baseball, going to an actual game. Yeah. First of all, you pay attention to the game. You don't watch your fucking cell phones because I hate all the nets they have up now because I like foul balls. I love foul ball. Give me that. They call it a, a, a darter, a, a cue ball, like a, a. Give me that zapper that just comes flying down the yeah. first baseline. And guess what? When you snag it, and you're the hero, and your girl, you know, you're getting some that night. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, so, so here, here are a few rules that I have. Now, I have to ask you first before I give you my rule: At what age does a male who has a penis? So I'm talking about a real man, not this cis yeah, bullshit. redundant, but whatever. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, at what age does uh, the male species stop wearing a glove to baseball games? I believe back way back when I first came on the show, I, I, actually, I don't remember what I said then, but I do touch on it. Do you stop wearing the glove? Um, man, um, that, that, that's a great, great, you know, there are some, you know, you know, uh, to be or not to be, and then there's this one. They're yeah. the same. Yeah. I mean, it's like the same, right? It's really hard because there's the there's the guy bringing his his kid to the game, and uh, and, and you know, and whatever. But there's a there's a caveat. If you got a, a kid, if, right. if, if you have a kid, then you got to do the dad shit. 
But you gotta do but, a but, okay, but, we but, got but, that covered. Yeah, but, 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 but that kid that kid, but what age does the kid stop wearing the glove then? So what right. I'm saying is what age is too old to wear a glove to a game without the caveat of the kid? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say when you're like in your senior year of high school, stuff like that, you gotta start shying away. You gotta start, you know. No. Yeah, you you when you play baseball, you love the game, you're sixteen. Maybe you're sixteen. No. I don't know. Maybe no. You know, no. I would say twelve then. No, you're buzzing no. me at sixteen, asshole. Oh. I mean no. <laughs> Ken Dog said <laughs> let, let, let me say Ken Dog says fifteen. Your final age was 12. The age is 8. At, at the that's, age of eight. That's ridiculous. Look at a nine-year-old. His brother gets to catch stuff. A nine-year-old love it. I slept with my basketball. I mean, I'd sleep with my, especially when you broke your glove in. You know, you got to, I mean, that, you're not even out of Pee Wee League yet. Come eight. on, kid. Eight. Now, uh, now, well, now here's, know what, yeah. I don't know what they're doing down in Texas, but you need to get out of the basement, yeah. buddy. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, you know what we do in Texas? We raise men. That's what we do. <laughs> I know you do. So here's the other thing. Texas. Foul ball. Now, I have to know. <laughs> Go ahead. Foul ball. Is it every human being for themselves? If you're in a section and you've got some height advantage over a, a 10-year-old, no glove. Will you, 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 will you, you protect the 10-year-old, and then you give him the ball. That's oh, my for call. for Christ's sake. Well, once again. Yeah, you're greedy. I know you want the ball. You got 10 of them, but 11 you need, right? Okay. No. No, see, see Joe, you, you were half right there. You <laughs> catch the ball. I, I, will, I, I, will, I will hip check a kid out of the way for a ball. I, I'm, I'm just telling you, I will hip check a kid out of the way for a ball. On the fly. The box out, Arnie. On a fly. If it bounces, it's anybody's thing, and I ain't going to take anybody out. It, once it bounces. But when it's in the air, it's every and you single human being. Yeah. It's every single human being for themselves. And right. hell no, I don't give that ball away. That kid didn't catch it. I did. That's okay, my well, let's ball. go one step at a time. You're right. You you gotta catch you're gonna catch the ball. If you got a shot at it, you catch it. Now, the move after that is is I guess debatable. I now if it's uh you know, um you Cal Ripkins and it's his last game, I'm keeping that fucker oh, right. Yeah, but <laughs> if it's the 40-man roster and this guy is going back to double-A next week or whatever, you know, uh, then you know, maybe I might or something. You might look good on the camera. Look, I, I, I have to tell you, Joe, I have only caught one foul ball in my life, and it sits in the desk that I broadcast from every single day because Chili Davis hit it off of Nolan Ryan, and it went off somebody's hand, came at me. My dad elbowed me. I dumped my spit cup all over my dad's legs, and I caught the ball. That's yeah. great. You had a spit cup at age six. No, <laughs> Well, I'm, you know, we, <laughs> once again, raising men in Texas. I know. Yeah, yeah. The throat cancer is great when you're a child. <laughs> um, no, I'm kidding. But no, I'm kidding. I know you raised men. I come from the same – I'm cut from the same cloth, uh, Artie, as you. I, I promise you. I, I, I'm all for that stuff. But the, you know, a lot of people don't know half the stuff that's going on in baseball. These guys are the, – the pranks they play on each other are yeah. unbelievable. They're just they're ingenious. Like, they light their shoes on fire. They don't even know – they got, you know, their hats on fire. So yeah. <laughs> you oh, know, yeah. The stuff they play is just great. 
appreciated it. I grew up watching these guys. In fact, I not only saw Chili Davis as a San Francisco Giant, I watched him as a Fresno Giant. Wow. Wow, that's awesome. Uh, Fred says a real man would catch the ball and give it to the young man who wanted it, who was maybe too young to catch it. Uh, hey, Fred, uh, how about you eat a big old bag of shit? Because, no, well, I ain't giving it to nobody. It's mine. Okay, let me set this one up. Your, your, your gorgeous uh, mother of your children is seated next to you, holding your newborn, or maybe he's a year old, and you're there, and your nine-year-old, he's got his glove, he's nine, I apologize, but, so he's here, and the foul ball comes, and, you know, this is the game of the week on Fox or whatever, and uh, this might make top ten at Sports Center. and you catch it, and it's your son standing next to you, and then, you know, when your hands are, you're just going to be overjoyed. <laughs> with, do you do the PR move, or are you keeping that ball telling Johnny when you get home, you can have ice cream, but you're not getting this baseball? <sighs> let, me, let, let me answer this with the question first, Joe. Um, my question is, did he catch it? No, he did not. Yeah, there you go. Winners get sprinkles. My kids can have ice cream. <laughs> you know, yeah, I get the I'm all, I, you, know, you know I hate the participation trophy. Yep. Of course, I do. You know, there's winner, we need to learn how to win gracefully. We need to learn how to lose gracefully. And losing, just, we, we, in this family, we don't win or lose. We win or learn. Okay? <laughs> uh, Braddy Kid says, unless it's your kid. Nope. Uh-uh. Did he catch it? No. He didn't catch yeah. it. Yeah, you know, who's the dad that never let his kid win? Like uh, Shaq or somebody. I don't Mine? know. They, they, he's like, my dad never let me win until I, I beat him, you know? Yeah, my dad whooped my ass at horse growing up and talked shit. My dad my dad beat me on the golf course and when he was 80. He beat me once, and he talked shit until the day he died about that one round. I sure your dad brought in Larry Bird and Chuck Person to talk trash to you. I mean, I mean, no, 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 no. You don't let him win. And I'm not giving up yeah. that damn ball. It hurt my hand. Yeah, even though you had the height advantage, but yeah. Uh, but no, but, but I'm saying, no, no I, you know, I, that's a great learning. You know, that's a big move somebody's got to make because that's a, like the end of the spectrum where it's like, hey, we winners and losers. But, you know, I, I caught it. It's fine. You know, all the way down to like where they're like, you know, nobody's uh, nobody loses. We don't use that term here. Guess what? My kid ain't staying. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just say right now, once again, this show is educational. Uh, you're out wants to know, Jesus, you, Joe, I thought I was old. Were you there when they invented baseball, too? <laughs> because you Now, why, how have I dated myself? What did, did I say? How did saw, I date myself? You saw Chili Davis as a Fresno fucking giant. That's okay, I graduated high you. school in 1983 for all the girls that into a silver-haired <laughs> devil. You know what I mean? All right, dude. Um, no, no, I, that, yeah, I was the 80s, but yeah, yeah, I am old. I, I invented the game. I, I, in fact, I was with uh, Dr. Naismith when he invented that game. I was the guy that told Dr. Naismith, why don't we cut the bottom out of the peach basket I knew so it. we don't have to fucking get the fucking thing every time. Yeah, I mean, I don't... We didn't have a lot of black guys around back then that could pop it out the bottom. So <laughs> yeah, you know? like we're just stuck between the backboard and the rim. Now they gotta have you know that guy come and, and jump up. Usually it's some guy that wants to show how high he can jump. It's yeah. gonna get lodged the ball, you know. Um, All right, next but, story. Uh, we, oh wait, well, you got you, you're gonna keep going. Well, what I was talking about what was, what 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 did you what threw me off? What was I going after? No, I don't know. I because I, I called yeah, you. Yeah, let's move on then. 
Um, Lionel Messi, you know the name Lionel Messi, right? Yes, I do. Uh, World-renowned soccer star. Uh, people mm. think he's the best. Some people wrongly believe Ronaldo's the best. Messi has at least won a World Cup. Yep. Um, he has been offered a new contract from the Al Halal in Saudi yep. Arabia. Yeah, Saudi Arabia. All right. And they want to pay him. Are you ready for this? They want to pay him about $350 million a year. I knew you were going to say a year. I just knew it. I was like, 350 that's, you know, but I know that to make this thing, it's got to, because I I didn't get a number when I was looking at it, but you know that, that, you know, that Phil Mickelson left his wife and they have a room together now. It's in, in, uh, in whatever city that is. It starts with a K, I think. I'm not sure, but. Yeah. So yeah, they, they, that's the, they are just they call that their sports washing is what they're doing. Saudi Arabia's sports washing their crimes against humanity. They're trying to, to overshadow, put up a smoke screen. They, oh look at us, they're sports. We love our sport. Yeah. Um you I don't know how your backswing works with that like uh that the thing hanging on your head. I no disrespect to the five people that wear that, but you know what I'm saying. They're like they're like trying to overshadow their their uh, you know. I mean, women couldn't drive until last year, right? Okay. I mean, their crimes uh, against humanity are, are well documented. Yeah, I mean, they're not they're they they are not you know uh, the human rights council by any stretch of the imagination, even though. Uh, we are allies. They are. We hey, in that area, it's good to have somebody on your side, right? Which right. they appear to be most, you know, and uh, they're ally-ish. So- they're they're, they're ally-ish right now. We're 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 not in good 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 talks with yeah. them right now, but yeah. they're still ally-ish. One of the best editorial cartoons I ever saw was it was that uh, George, you know. In, Obviously, you know, editorial cartoons. They, but sure. he was shaking hands with the with the shake or the shake. Can I get a chocolate shake or a shake? Mm. Uh, so you shake your hands with the sheet, and then it's George Bush W. Shake your hands with the sheet, but, but he's got his other hand behind his back, and he's flipping, he's crossing his fingers like, like <laughs> yeah, he's he's faking it. Well, yeah, we got you, bro. You know, because all those all those attacks and all the tech and all the stuff that these people out in these these uh, uh, Taliban and Al Qaeda out in the hills of with nothing out there but a but a used. AR-15, the reason they were able to operate, you need money. Yep. Well, I don't see any banks around here. Guess where the money came from? Yep. I mean, those 19 terrorists, they were all Saudi uh, citizens. Um, Up until five years ago, you had to be a Muslim to go to Saudi Arabia yep. to visit. Uh, Swoosh says Pele is the GOAT. I agree, Pele is the GOAT, but these two are, are talked about as the greatest in the game right now uh, between Messi and Ronaldo. And Ronaldo, after the World Cup last year, Signed with the Saudi Arabian team. They might be on the same team, right? Uh, I don't know if it's the same team because they're not mentioning it in the in the article, and I think that would be huge in the article. Um, but uh, Messi could be about to join a, a long-standing rival in the Saudi Pro League. So he's in the Pro League in Saudi Arabia already, and the team is paying um, Ronaldo like $90 million a year. So here's the question I have. $350 million a year to play a game. Do you do it? I mean, yeah, I, I you know, that, uh, 
They offered, you know, they offered Tiger a billion, lived in or live or fifty-four, or whatever yeah. the hell. I don't. Why haven't they told us what it's supposed to be? Anyway, oh, um, but uh, you know, they offered Tiger a ton of money, and I mean, whether it's leaving a hundred thousand dollar a year job for a four hundred thousand a year job, sure, you and your family, wow, I can really provide. But I think you're probably already providing pretty good. That's the thing that. I, what if the guy said, I'll do it, but I'm going to donate my salary? I mean, he can do whatever he wants with the salary. And, and, and uh, it's, I want it's to, blood money. It's blood money, really. Yeah. Huh? Uh, Stinkfist says Messi plays for Paris. He does. Um, but his father has informed the Paris team that he's only on a one-year contract, and it's up after the season. He's not going to re-sign with him, so he'll be able to sign this contract with no problem. Um, and his father is also his agent. Yeah. Um, I, I gotta say, this is $350 million for one year to play soccer. Man, oh man, that's that's gonna be Tiger haters. Tiger was off with a billion, yeah, I know he's right here, he's right here, he's in America, baby. So that's why Arnie and me, that's why we're we we love the American soldier and we love the American patriot. And thank you, Tiger. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know if he does it or not. I, I I, I, what I would kinda, you do? What would you do? Like when you're sitting there, saying, you already three hundred million. You got to go play for. You know, I mean, the, I mean, they'll probably have two EMPs on on standby instead yeah. of just the regular one yeah. for the games. Would you do it? Would you do it? it? I think this is. What do I? What do I care about in in the world? I and as an athlete, like at the stature of Messi or Ronaldo or even Tiger. You do care about your legacy. You care about yes, that legacy. That's true. Huge, and, huge. Uh, I, for me, if I had the kind of name that Messi has or Tiger Woods has, see uh, those younger guys that went to live to go make money. Hey, no, you go go play your your shitty golf tournaments and and wear your shorts and do all that kind of stuff, because you'll never have a legacy in golf. And maybe some of those guys know that already, and that's why they did that. Lionel Messi and Ronaldo have giant legacies in the world of European football or soccer, as we call it in America. I don't think if I was at their level, I don't think I could. But I mean, Ronaldo already has. So, and and I mean, exact. And I mean, it's like you know, I heard Dustin Johnson the other day say, uh, say, I already know I'm one of the. You know, I think maybe it was on the the Netflix one or something. But I already know I'm one of the best golfers in the world. I need to prove it. Are you? And do you, do you really not need to play? No, you're running. Yeah, uh, do you have a? Do you have all four majors? Mm, yeah, no, you're not. Well, I, I would simply look at him. See, this is this is where this is why I love talking to you, Joe, because you and I are older, and we remember when journalists actually did their job. Because when he says, "Oh, I don't need to be challenged," I would look at him and go, "Then why are you still playing professional golf?" If you don't need to be challenged, and are you just doing it for the money? Is that all it is to you? Is a, is a money game? Then how can you can be considered one of the greatest of all time? See, those yeah, are real questions. Wait, go ahead. Those are real questions, and I'm not trying to get you in a gotcha moment. This is not it, but those are real follow up questions that no journalist asks anymore. Right, you know they don't. They don't have. They, it's like they ask the cookie cutter questions. You know nowadays they just do the. Well, and then why guys? You know it's funny. You I was. I talked about uh, 
when the Lawrence Phillips episode happened at Nebraska and he chose to play Lawrence Phillips and, you know, the players is a doctor, a doctor of educational psychology. They, he wasn't playing to win. He was playing to save his kid's life. You know, he was also one of his pallbearers, I believe, at his first spoke at his funeral. Um, when that happens, the Dick, Dick Schaap, I think it was, from CBS at the time, says uh, to Tom Osborne, you know, what if it was your daughter? And Tom Osborne says, uh, what, what's your name, sir? And he's like, Dick Schaap, CBS News. He says, I, you know, I, I don't think that's appropriate. We're asking about this and that. And we're talking about this. And a lot of people watching might think that's a pretty vague answer. I don't know. Because guess why? Because you know why he's still fucking fuming right now, Osborne? Because Osborne wants to walk out back with that guy and say, do you have a daughter? What the fuck do you think I do to that motherfucker? Yeah. Yeah. I got, but I can't say that up there. I got to, you're going to make, you got to close me into a corner. I got to be diplomatic. What do you think, stupid? <laughs> no, you're, you're absolutely right. There are gotcha moments and then there are legitimate follow-ups. It's like a, you remember a you remember a sportscaster in Reno named Rick Renner? Rick Renner yeah. or Brenner? Renner. R E N N E R. Blonde hair worked for Channel Two. Was over the top. I kind of remember the name, but I did. The last over the top was uh, Dennis Vaughn. Ba- uh, uh, Dennis. Uh, you know, the guy that was really goopy, they fired him, yeah. but uh, John Potter. Yeah. But uh, yeah, this guy was over the top, and I don't I don't totally remember him, to well, be honest. I, I, I interned under him for like a day, and then he went off to a national station. And he told me that when he was at the university, or he was, uh, you know, working in college as a journalist, his editor told him to ask Bobby Knight. He was the guy who asked Bobby Knight the question, is a dog's mouth cleaner or a human's mouth cleaner after an Indiana loss? And, and of course, Bobby Knight, and he went, he asked him that question for Bobby Knight to go off on him because that's what he was taught to do. Instead of asking real questions, they just yeah. want a sound bite. Yeah, you know what? You're hey, hey, Renner, you're becoming. I mean, maybe it's not his boss. His boss told him to do it. You're now trying to become part of the news. Yeah, you know, you're 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 inside. You know, just just it's like it's like with CNN. All the people are not gonna watch CNN now because they have Trump on. It's the news. It's just Donald Trump worthy of being on the news. I kind of think so. You put Kim Jong Un on the news. Why can't you put Trump on the news? It's the news. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so that that's just ridiculous. I I love that you know, and I always tell people, you know, people understand that that you know, that's already chosen halftime of the game. This team gets two questions to coach. This team, and then at the end of the game, he gets two questions. They have to stop. They have to stop and answer the questions. Instead, they really sometimes we yeah, we just do the best we can. We're gonna try to well, maybe we'll, we'll uh, rush more or something, or the yeah. will answer. Yeah, blah, blah. and so they're just yeah, they just want to get to the the locker room and cuts out the team, and it's there's some that. They know the game, and they're like, "Well, Victoria, you know, they know the announcer's name, you know, and we uh, we're gonna try to do whatever, you know." But then, have you ever seen a guy that's just pissed at halftime oh, trying yeah. to get in the locker room? And he's got to talk to Lisa Salters. Yeah, Nick Saban, and 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 Nick Saban will be <laughs> mad when they're up fifty-two to nothing at halftime. They'll pull him to the sideline, and he'll be like, "Well, they're running the ball all over us," and I, I just say, and and you can tell he doesn't want to do it, and it's fantastic. Yeah, I love the USFL and the XFL. They're talking to Tyrone Maxwell or something during the game. I just go, yeah, you you just also missed your punt team assignment, but whatever. <laughs> great, great interview, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> um, Bronny James, LeBron James's son, is going to USC. 
His son staying in L.A. to play college hoops for the Trojans, ending months of speculation about the 18-year-old's NBA hopeful future. Are, are you surprised that he's uh, not going to the NBA? I don't. Can you? It, I think you have to go at least one year. I, I think oh. you have to be a certain age to go one year. I, I think they got rid. That's why we okay. haven't seen. I think LeBron was the last one. That's what my question to you is going to be. Number one. Okay. Number one. That my my point of view is. Uh, First off, you pick the school that's a school. It's educated. It's, it's a little tough to get into. It's not the toughest, but it is. It's a it's a it's student athlete. Although they have a big athletic program, Reggie Bush was an athlete student. Right. Um, you know, like so oh. that it does go on. But you're a good school. Like your style, LeBron. <laughs> getting into a real school. You know, he's he's a. Uh, but uh, but I I think he stays one year and he's gone. Because the, the dream is the dream is, and this will be the thing to watch. Is it will LeBron play against his son in the NBA? Oh no, they're going to play together. They're going to. You play think together. for oh, sure? Yeah. Oh yeah, they'll play together. Wherever wherever Bronny goes, LeBron's going to go there. <laughs> I, I already I've already seen the writing on the wall for this, and I think you're right that if he wanted to play pro ball, he'd have to play in the G League. But he's not going to do that. He's going to go to SC, stay live live close to home. By the way, How would LeBron look if he just way I, I didn't go to college. I know I'm telling my kid not to go to college. No, I'm not only telling my kid to go to college. I'm putting him in a good school. Uh, I think he's just putting him in a good school to keep him at home. I, I mean, <laughs> honestly, like if 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 LeBron James is if Bronny is such a good basketball player, why is he going to USC? Well, I, I, because it's a good school. At UCLA, who has the better basketball school? We both know UCLA. UCLA. Uh, but, I mean, they're yeah, playing right, good school. Right, but USC's the better academic school. Okay, so well, I think I, well uh, then, then here's my argument then. What's a better academic school, Joe? USC or Duke? Duke. Why isn't he at Duke? Well, I'm saying, I mean, I see your point about staying home. I, I get that. Yeah, stay at home and go to the best school at home and, and stay next to dad. Yeah, I totally see that. I mean, I don't disagree with you there, yeah. but, you know, maybe they didn't pick, maybe they did have, you know, he's definitely not, you know, let's say he qualified for Harvard. Does LeBron send him to Harvard? If you do, you are an outstanding student. You have all the qualifications. You could go to Harvard right now. Do you go to Harvard? You know he's not going to Harvard. No, but I mean, here, here's the thing: the, the him going to USC, he's going to get drafted next year. He's yeah. Gonna, as long as he doesn't get hurt, God forbid he gets hurt, but he's going to get drafted next year. He's not going back to college. LeBron, yeah, yeah, and in fact, my first question was going to be about Ronnie. How long do you think he stayed? No, so he basically covered, yeah, one year. He, he's covered all the bases. He's going to the best school. He's staying home, close to home to dad. He's going to the best school possible, staying close to home because he's not going to Caltech or whatever, Stanford. And uh, and and then he'll still be, he'll still stay loose, stay in practice, stay good, play against the power fives and be ready for the NBA. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna use two words for you here in my beliefs here, and I'm not calling him this because I don't think he's smart. Um, but I'm gonna use the words academic probation because I don't think Bronny James goes to one fucking class. Well, li- listen to me. First off, Le- LeBron got his all his uh, 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 papers done by Lori Laughlin. We know that. So <laughs> we already know that. He was probably on the crew in high school, too. Yeah. They got him in there rowing a boat yeah. and stuff. Right. So I didn't say he got in there legitimately, but it sure looks good. If you, go to, you know what I'm saying? He, he covered all the bases. Bronny is, Bronny is not going to be uh, doing equations with Sheldon Cooper or anything. Time soon. 
All right, let's move this discussion to the NFL, shall we? The NFL has released their latest fucking wonderful European schedule. The Jacksonville Jaguars, Europe's the Kings, team. The Kings of London, yeah, the Kings of London, yeah. Will play back-to-back games in London, and uh, the Super Bowl champ Chiefs will face the Dolphins in Germany. As part of the international slate. Wow, um, two weeks. You got to stay there for two weeks. Well, Are we the stepchild of the NFL? I, I, the Jacksonville Jaguars sure as fuck are. I mean, you got to stay there. I've never experienced that, you know, the jet lag, the whole, the day, you know, the time thing. They say it's really a lot more than you expect to, to, to deal with and stuff. But now you're, you'll be able to deal with that. I mean, some of the fat linemen would be like, God, I cannot get a potato chip here. Every time I order, I get French fries. So, uh, you know, but, but I mean, they got to stay there like two weeks. So they'll get adjusted to it. But it's just like, I mean, what am I in the military? What's the- <laughs> uh, Okay, so the Jags play the Falcons on October 1st at Wembley. Boy, hey, 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 London, this is what we think of you. We're giving you the Jags and Falcons again. Fucking Prime got better games. Um, then the Jaguars will stay and they'll play at Totten Hotspur Stadium on October eighth against the Buffalo Bills. Now, why are we punishing the Buffalo Bills with a trip to London? They're a Super Bowl contender. Right, but you know what? They got. They got me. I don't think they're being fair to Jacksonville. Maybe because, but, but you know what? Jacksonville will. It'll be the only game on, so that would get watched. Yeah. I love that day because it's six thirty here, and I get yeah. to wake up at six thirty and watch football if I want. So, but uh, you know what they're trying. I mean, obviously they're trying to do the big blunder. Not a game in Mexico, isn't that their next move? Well, I mean, well, let's see. The third game in London sees the Titans of Tennessee battling the Baltimore Ravens. Yawn. I oh, know. Damn. I. Well, remember, these people are soccer people. We got to ease them in to, to bore them, and then we'll slowly raise the bar on a thing called scoring. Yeah. Um, then the the attention turns to Frankfurt, where the Chiefs play the Dolphins on November fifth, and then on November twelfth, the Patriots take on the Colts. Jesus God! I, I, that, you know what they're doing? Like I said, because there is a more maybe because of the military presence, but there's a huge. They're much better fans, and there's a lot more fans in Germany, and they discovered this. That Germany is a much better fan base over there than there's in England. But you know, it's all marketing, aren't you? you know that? I mean, they're trying. They want to expand. Because a lot of people, when you say, "Oh, we won the world championship," no, you didn't. You won the USA, maybe Canada, but you, you know, we still call the world championship. They're trying to make it a real world championship kind of deal, you know. But we, but when it comes down to this game, as we call it, American football, there is nobody in the world who plays it better than we do. Why? Like, 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 I, I will, I will cede this point to you, and I, you and I could have a long discussion about a true world champion when it comes to baseball, because oh, yeah. they play baseball. All over the world, and I'm talking. I'm not talking about assembling an all-star team in America. What we do is, you want to have the tournament. Here's the tournament to have. The tournament to have would be whoever wins the World Series, 
will then get to face off whoever wins the World Series in Japan, whatever they call it. We'll have another yeah, tournament. They can feed them. Yeah, I, I, here we go. Go ahead. Yeah. And and, and where, wherever else baseball is, Cuba, whoever their champion yeah, is. Awesome. We have, Japan, Cuba, yeah. Argentina, the Dominican Republic. And we take the champions from all those leagues and we put them together in a tournament and we find out who the actual world champion is then. Between like, you know, let's say it would be the Texas Rangers. And, and, and let me just tell you, if they were to ever do this and the Texas Rangers won it, I would be the most obnoxious I've ever been. And that's saying something. I mean, I would take it to new levels of obnoxiousness if the, if, if the Rangers won that. But you can't do that with American football. Reports are that Arnie States could not locate a Diet Dr. Pepper in Sao Paulo, Brazil. Yeah, the riot, rioting has ensued. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm just telling you, we we win the world championship, the world world championship like that. Oh yeah, fuck around and find out with Arnie then. Um, right, that'd be great. I'd love to see it. Those and also besides the world championship, because which team is the best? But we're playing probably their all. What about the, the all star? Like the best, you know, the, the, the maybe like a Ryder Cup of baseball, you know, yeah. or something like that. But they have uh, the but world. You saying the best team? I like that idea too. But is the best team coming from Cuba, or is it their best players? Period. No, no, and we no, just no, made no. this team. No, 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 no. The the rules of this are: it's only the winners of the leagues can play. You can't put okay. together an all-star team. We already have that. That's called the World Baseball Classic. Yeah, the Connor Car Classic, right? And, and, yeah, and that right. to me, that to me isn't a real team. There's no cohesiveness there. But you got a team that played 162 games together, and they won a World Series together. There's a lot of team there. And you get yeah, that you even have Gene Hackman as your coach and work together four passes before you you know that's what I see with you yeah you gotta have that you know, that you know, work together we're all in together nobody you know uh, we're a team no we all win or we all lose not one guy is hey, you know thanks for blowing it uh, uh, Jeter yeah you know, I mean uh, yeah play. but that would be a true champ and and but we can't do that with American football because well if we were to send our Super Bowl champions against I don't know. Argentina's football Super Bowl champions, we'd probably beat them eight hundred to nothing. Yeah, yeah, you know, exactly. We can't do that. Yeah, we can't do that. And we could do it in baseball. Very close. Actually, basketball pretty much still. I mean, Latvia, Croatia, Serbia, even uh, uh, who am I trying to? You know, they're all getting better. You know, yeah, and we know that. We got our wake up call. You know, back in I think it was like eighty eight or something like that. But uh, uh, they're all getting better. On the other end of the spectrum, soccer with the U.S. We're slowly getting there, you know. Whereas we sucked when we first started doing that international stuff. We, I mean, we were like the laughing stock. But we hey, still are. We suck at soccer. I we know did. they do, but they're getting better. I'm saying they're not as bad as they were. They used to be they, the. They didn't qualify know. for the last World Cup. They're awful. I, they did. I just said they're improving. Can you stick with me? <laughs> they they improved. I'll say it. I, I know that soccer now is more popular in America than it ever was. And let me just say, 
Whoop-de-doo! Because we oh, we know why it's popular now. Because it doesn't hurt anybody. We get to bring uh, we get to bring juice boxes and and we get to bring a carrot stick and that's uh, Stanley Johnson's mom's and everybody gets a trophy. It doesn't matter if we didn't score zero to zero, you know. But what what people like you and me say? You no, know, what that says is you're all losers. Mm. Okay. Yeah, and that's why soccer is so popular because it's just so it's just it's like a picnic. It's not a fucking competition. Uh, Mage just said I played American football in high school in Japan. There was two schools that were Japanese. We could beat them so bad that we would stop counting after eight touchdowns. Yeah, of course, because you're an American football team, you're gonna kick the shit out of them, and and it's okay. See, this is this is the thing. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay that we suck at soccer. America, it's fine. I know Doesn't we, bother me in a bit. If we suck at something else, I get pissed. Yeah, but suck at something, I don't care. Hey, hey, and, and real quick, we stole hockey. We stole we, hockey. I mean, look, it, when it comes down to hockey, I would take a Canadian team. I would take a Canadian team first and then a Russian team second. Because those people live about, in the ice. Yeah, right, right. And, and, and then again, what about, the, what about the soccer players with fallopian tubes? Who's the best team there? Oh, those, oh that's, that's the Americans. The USA. Yeah. <laughs> Fallopian tubes. <laughs> I didn't want to get graphic. <laughs> All right. Last story I got here for you, Joe. Um, I find this to be one of the most comical stories I've ever seen in my life. Cam Newton. You remember Cam Newton, number one pick of the NFL draft of the, uh, the uh, Carolina Reapers or whatever the fuck they are. Um, what up, Cam? Superman. Uh, yeah, Superman. Took his team to the Super Bowl. Lost. But that's okay. He an MVP, I think, once too, wasn't he? Um, he says that he's no longer a part of the league. He's a free agent. And uh, he says the reason he is no longer in the NFL or the reason why he's not on a an NFL ra- uh, roster. Now, can you guess what he would say? What would you say is the reason Cam Newton is not on an NFL roster this morning? Um, because I, I I abide by the rules of a higher God. I don't know. That's something like that. I mean, what, what, he, I mean he, 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 how old is Cam right now? Uh, shoot. Uh, maybe 35, maybe? I don't know. Uh, maybe it's somewhere up there. Yeah, he's been, but I mean, I, he's been around. But what, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm thinking of, you know, his kids are named Chosen, Caesar. Uh, 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 we, we've got, uh, who else? We've got, uh, you know, the uh, living God. I don't mean, he's got all these crazy things. He's like one of these, he's real flamboyant. You've seen him. He could, most guys have a sweatsuit or a suit on after the game yeah. for the press conference. He's got a pimp suit on. Yeah. Um, you know, so he's really flamboyant, very So I, 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 I didn't. I wondered why you asked me to look into Cam Newton, and I was like, is this, he's not like real big in the news, but, but why is he a free agent, Arnie? Well, or why well, is he not in the NFL? Well, well, my, if you were to say why is Cam Newton not in the league right now, let's see. Cowboys girl says he sucks. That's why. Um, he's too, stink- too risky. He's not a sound investment. That would be my answer. Okay. Uh, Stinkfist says, got to be racism. Adam J., Buenos Dias Amigo, how are you? Uh, Cam Newton is 34. Uh, thank you. You're out. Um, I would say it's because you look at his stats. He's not a good player anymore. He's, as you just said, not a solid investment. 
He's not a solid guy. He said, you know what? I'll give him as far as, uh, you know what? I mean, uh, would you rather have Cam Newton or Jimmy Garoppolo on your team? Jimmy Garoppolo. There you go. I mean, he's just not, he's too, you know, he's not as solid as he comes. Sure, he's a great athlete. He's a great, uh, you know what great athletes, that's all they need to win, God-given great athletes, is the 100-meter dash, okay? I don't give a fuck what you do. You're the fastest guy. You're, you're the greatest thing. But when you play football, you got to have something, you know, your noggin. You got to have something between the muscle, between the ears, really counts, and, and, and making good decisions and stuff like that. And I don't care what color you are. They make great duck. Williams made great decisions, you sure. know. Um, you know, Peyton Manning made great decisions, stuff like that. Under pressure, uh, winners, team leaders. That all comes when you're an NFL quarterback, you've got to be the man, and you can't just be the the one that's everybody notices. You gotta be the man. Uh, we were just asked a question, and this is a fair question. If you had to take one of these guys on your roster, who would you take? Cam Newton or Colin Kaepernick? And why? I, I never want to take uh, Cam Newton. Why? I think he'd be, I, he'd be more devoted to the team, more devoted to, uh, you know, if you want to go, you know, uh, label student, go feed the homeless after the game, have at it, bro. You are a stud. Fair. But during the game, whatever, I need somebody devoted. I don't need a distraction. I need to, you know, when the, when the Knicks got rid of uh, Ahmad Abdul Raouf, he was the leading scorer. What the hell are you doing? Well, because yeah. it's a distraction. We can't. I'm sorry, but I, I, I you know, I I, 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 side with you if I do or don't. But, but we can't have this work. This is a business, just yeah. like Baskin Robbins is. We got to turn a profit. We got to make money, and to do that, we got to win. And if you're not here to win, then go somewhere else. Um, going back to Cam Newton, I'm going to answer that question for his dad. Um, another thing you could say about why you wouldn't sign him is maybe he's a little long in the tooth. Maybe he's there, lost no, a that, step. Exactly. Exactly. That's why I was asking his age. Yeah. Right. That, um, that's another factor to consider. Exactly. He, that's not racism. And it's no, not ageism either. No, it's pure it, performance. He's been hurt before. He's missed long stretches of the season. So I don't know if he's that dependable, the physically dependable. But getting back to the Cam Newton or Colin Kaepernick, this is an easy question for me to ask or answer. Uh, I would choose Cam Newton a hundred times out of a hundred times. And it's not yeah. that I think the distraction thing is a great way to look at it too. Here's where I will change. Cam Newton, at least at one time in his career, knew how to win. He won a national championship and he won a Heisman Trophy. Colin Kaepernick never won the Heisman Trophy. Now, granted, he was at Nevada, but he never played for any kind of real champion championship. Yep. So. Yep. Uh, yeah, that, I mean, that winning I mean, thing in there. But, but though, the reason that Cam Newton says he is no longer on an NFL roster, I, 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 I'm, I'm not making this up. I, I, I want you to know I'm that I'm myself in right now. I, I, I'm not making this up. Um, it's because of his dreadlocks. My research assistant pulled that up earlier today. I have a brand new production assistant I hired mm-hmm. in, in the studio today. But she actually pulled it up. And, oh, because of his dreadlocks. Are you kidding me? Are you freaking kidding me? Oh, let's go. Let's go to the locker room of any NFL team. You know, there's a norm. I mean, are you kidding me? I mean, so, when I, she told me that earlier, and I was thinking, you know, you're not looking at the right story. I mean, I don't know where that came out of, but that's ridiculous. If you think that, 
is because of the dreadlocks. I mean, or his, his cornrows or whatever they are. That is the most ridiculous thing. Every game, they should make every player take off their helmet. And, and, and uh, well, the ones that don't have do-rags on, well, any player, and not being a racist here, I'm not, I'm telling you, every NFL player, take their helmet off. Let's take a look at their hair. And you tell me they're, they're, they're biased because of their hair. It happened. It did happen. It, it has happened. But in the NFL, it does not happen. Your hair, it is not racist. That's ridiculous. gonna be all right this is the goddamn stupidest thing i've ever seen in my entire life is that his quote that's his quote he says this is what he said via bleacher report he was interviewed he says there were hints towards my hair and i gained a lot of great counsel from a lot of people and the thing that is always mentioned is yo cam you scaring people the way you look and I would say, yo, like, I'm not going to name names, but there's other quarterbacks in the league that don't look like me, but they got long hair. They don't scare them, do they? Yeah, because that, that ball guy, Jack Lambert, looking over the line, he wasn't scary. Cam's way scarier than him. Give me a freaking predict, but uh, Lawrence Taylor, come on, man. Um, um, Derek Henry. Thank you, Mage. Derek Henry has a fucking unicorn hanging out of the back of his helmet. Uh, which is the, the, the Cardinal receiver? Uh, uh, the, the guy's been around forever. Larry um, Fitzgerald. Larry Fitzgerald. He plays Rapunzel. For God's sake! Mm-hmm. That almost got a, You almost got a spit take there, Joe. Holy shit! <laughs> I was just super slurping down Dr. Pepper, and it almost came up. Let's I go mean, back. Let's yeah. go back to the Colin Kaepernick thing. When they play the stairway to heaven, they have rich, 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 rich general come on stage. So we've talked about this. The reason Colin Kaepernick is not in the NFL is because he's not good enough anymore. That's the bottom line. And because it goes back to what Joe said, this is a business. And the only way these teams make money is by winning. So they want to put players that can help them win on the field because if they win, the team will make more money. Revenue through jerseys, through ticket sales, through uh, season tickets, through parking passes, you name it. All the bullshit. Merchandise. Right. Do, do we, hey, every owner every owner and GM has to make this decision. Do we put a Band-Aid on it? Do we Tom Brady and win a Super Bowl? Or do we do we get Justin Fields or 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 do we get that you know the young uh, and we start building a solid pro uh, a solid team you know I mean you got to make that decision you win the Super Bowl that's awesome yeah. you we got Tom Brady win the Super Bowl but next year you're zero and sixteen or whatever you know you got you you got to make that decision because it's about the money you yeah. know it's always about the money uh, the Warbird <laughs> has just chimed in he says how much would I have to pay you or Joe Murphy to put Derrick Henry's unicorn hair in your mouth. First off, let me say, uh, there are plenty of free counseling and help centers in your area, I'm sure. I would reach out if I were you and just, it's not something to be ashamed of, but, you know, you're not alone. Um, but, uh, no, I'm not putting Derrick, I mean, you give me, you know what, if I had to do it really fast, you give me a shit bag of money, I might do it. But make sure you... I'll give him my own shampoo. I'm very particular. 
Uh, six dollars. That's all I need. Six dollars. No, I'm not going to put a man's hair. Dollars. I'm not, I'm I thought not. I'd get it for maybe a grand. <laughs> I'm not going to put that man's hair in my mouth. How do I approach him? Excuse no, me, Derek. Uh, I've been offered a large sum of money, and I need to put your unicorn tail in my mouth. <laughs> you got a gun to your head. Yeah. I'm going to give you a thousand dollars. No, I'm going to give you a hundred thousand dollars. Right, I got a gun to your head. You got to make the pick. I don't give a shit. You got. I got a gun to your head. Are you going to take the hundred grand? Are you going? Are you going to deep throat uh, Derek Henry's uh, hair, or are you going to play around the golf in Saudi Arabia? Uh, you, you've got a gun to my head. Yeah, I, I, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and just take the hundred grand. I'll put the hair in my mouth. Hundred grand, I can live. And stay home. Yeah. yeah. Right, right, right. Uh, I think so, too. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so so his dreadlocks are what keeping him out of the NFL. Real quick, real quick, I just spotted this. Uh, there's a rumor in place. That, that, now, this is quite the rumor. I, I got to say, uh, good for him if this is true. I don't think it, it, it can't be true. Um, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise is Alex, allegedly sleeping with Shakira? I'm going to ask Shakira's hips, number one. Yeah. Because they don't lie. They don't. They don't. The song will tell you. Tom Cruise. I think all his heterosexual relationships are a sham myself. But sorry, Tom. I mean, you know what, Tom? I'm not going to hang on the side of the plane. I'm not going to put uh, suction cups and walk up the tallest building in the world. I give you some props. But you have left us wondering what, you know, which we don't care. Not that there's anything wrong with that. We don't care. No. But whatever. But it's just, you know, you know, Nicole Kidman. And 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 what's her name? They had Siri. Uh, Katie Holmes. Uh, what's who's that? Katie Holmes. Yeah, Katie. Katie, my girl. Oh, I'm sorry. Katie Holmes. Um, and they, you know, they asked them if you could really talk privately. I'd love to just them open up about what was it like, <laughs> you know? Because I bet you there's some some uh, zingers in there, you oh, know, dude, of their he, life. Yeah, he's he's. Uh, I like Tom Cruise. I, I think Tom Cruise is a cool guy sometimes. He really. Is. Um, except when he starts to talk. Like, oh my like, God. Like, yeah, yeah, he's really fucking weird. And, and your out says, I don't think Shakira's into threesomes with Xenu. Alicia says Shakira's slumming it. Warbird says, whoa, man, nobody said anything about deep-throating, Joe. <laughs> so I don't have to deep-throat. It's deep a throat. very long stretch of hair. <laughs> Yeah, I, I dare you. I, I, I'm sorry, I suggested counseling. You know, excuse I, me for you know what? In. Do you know what I'm sniffing? Oh, I'm smelling something. Uh, oh my God, this is disgusting. Where, where's Shakira from? Colombia. She's from one of them like little third world type nations, right? Yeah. I think what he's trying to do. I, I think it might, might be Grenada. She's from Grenada. Is, is that it? I, I'm not sure. Um, I think he's trying to get Scientology in there. You heard it yeah. here first. He's like the number two guy in Scientology. He is. He is. Him and uh, Travolta's pissed. The guy, oh, yeah. Tom's got the lead yeah. in Scientology. Yeah. He's the king of Scientology, right? He's like, what? And he really lives by it. He's just, it. What's crazy, like you said, when he's on, like, a Leonardo DiCaprio, even a Matt Damon, uh, 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 Tom Cruise, when they do a role, you believe it. They're believable. I mean, they do it. They do it. One of my favorite Tom Cruise movies, actually, is Night and Day. You know, I, I, they're believable. They're believable actors, you know, unless yeah. they do something really stupid. But, uh, but so I like them as actors, but as, you know, he, he is, he's Scientology to the bone, isn't he, Arnie? Oh, God, yeah. And, and by the way, there's only one role. I like, look, I like Tom Cruise as Maverick. 
That's about it. Because when he played Jack Reacher, um, I knew about the book. I never read the book series, but Jack Reacher was portrayed as a, a very, very large man. And now that they have an, a, a, a prime TV show called Reacher, and yeah. it, it stars a guy who's like 6'6 and like 308 pounds with like 0% body fat, he's just fucking jacked. Yeah, Tom Cruise playing Jack Reacher, kind of a stretch. I don't know if a midget can whoop my ass. I'm just saying. Does John Krasinski have any any real any reason at all be a, 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 an action hero? John Office guy, John. Yeah. Krasinski, yeah. He's a, oh yeah, he's Jack, dude. Oh, he got he got Jack. I, I don't know. Maybe it's the Office thing. I just it's hard for me to look at him like he's a oh. like he's Johnny Star. It just doesn't portray like. Look, 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 he he's slamming Emily Emily Blunt. I mean, I mean, he's got it going on. I I, I like John Krasinski. Well, I'm going to need to see video of that to prove it right. So. Um. Uh, Joe, that's going to do it for this week, my friend. Uh, it was fantastic as always. I love you, buddy. You're fantastic. Um, and we'll Can talk I to you next my week. my quick notes at the end? Oh, yes, please do. I want all the listeners to think about that. Maybe, but I'm going to ask you too, Artie. I just was, I don't know why. But you, this, you get to pick. This is, do you have, have an NBA? from Wharton Business School. That's the University of Pennsylvania. It's the mm-hmm. best business school there is. Uh, and MBA's in there. Would you rather have 1% of Warren Buffett's income? Would you rather be Aaron Judge? Or would you rather have $40 in the bank every day? Every day, there's 40 bucks in your account, every single day. Or perfect health, nothing wrong with you ever. Those are what, one, two, three, five things. That okay. You get to pick from. <laughs> I get to pick one. So the first one is what, maybe next week you can answer something, you know. No, I, I, I can do this right now. Okay. Um, the first one, Wharton Business School. No, thank you. I, I, I wouldn't want any of that. Um, the second one, get a Warren Buffett's salary. No, 1%. 1% of his salary. Um, Let's say his net worth even, 1% of his net worth. Well, 1% of his net worth, that's not bad. But the way you framed it earlier was 1%, and I know he doesn't pay himself a lot, so I'm I'm, I'm going to go ahead and skip on that one. Uh, I want to be... It's a shit bag ton of money, trust me, but yeah. Uh, I want to be I want to be Aaron Judge. Oh, you... I want to be Aaron you, Judge. I, I look, look, I wanted to be Derek Jeter. I'm, I'm a ball player. I control New York. Yeah, I want to be Aaron Judge. Yeah, okay. Uh, Aaron Judge, I mean, uh, the reason I put the $40 every day, because, you know, there's those days where you're like, damn it, you know, breaking the piggy bank open mm-hmm. to, to do something or something. It's just like, and then, you know, of course, health is, you know, everybody, when you get sick or scared, you get scared, there's something real bad. So it's scary and it's bad. People think of the mortality then. And it's like, you know what, if I never had to worry about that. So it's something to think about because, you know, you have to do the math on the Warren Buffett thing. But he sure. does give away like 95 99% of his income. He really yeah. does. And the last thing I was going to say was the new production assistant, Jennifer, that I had hired, um, you know, her, and I had some people, you know, I have live studio audiences sometimes. Yeah. Oh, I know. I, I know. And it's fantastic. Right. And so <laughs> that's one person. Um, and, I swear to God, every time they're up, they fall asleep during the show. And I was like, bro, oh, right. The show puts people to sleep. Then I was thinking, maybe it's soothing. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Mm. They're very calm. They're very relaxed. They go to sleep there during the show, and I was offended. But then I thought, I don't know. Maybe it's a good thing. Maybe they feel comfortable, relaxed maybe. at home. Maybe, it, or it could be that you're you're blowing chlorophyll 
uh, chloroform through the air conditioning ducts. I don't know. I use pill form. I use each other. I try to roofie my girls. All right. <laughs> At least you admit it, Joe. <laughs> I love you, buddy. All right, man. I'll talk to you later. Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy, everybody. Uh, your house says, you want to be the love child of Alfred E. Newman and The Rock, whose team is in last place? Yeah, they're in last place this year. He plays for the Yankees. The Yankees will win. They're the Yankees. They're the they're loved. They're like being the Cowboys. And if I was given the opportunity to be a quarterback for the Cowboys, I would have been quarterback for the Cowboys. But yes, yes, Aaron Judge is who I'd pick. Seven seven five three five seven fans is the number. Arnie Radio One at gmail.com.
that I gaze on so fondly today. Were to suddenly leave you or fly in the night, just like fairy gifts gone in the sky.
No big deal. All you got to do is go to ArnieRadio.com, download it. You don't even you, – you can download the app. You just hit the app. Boom. Listen live. Bam. Two ninety nine a month. Boom. Bam. Done. See, it's that easy, people. It's that easy, people. Uh, let's see. Um, uh, Adam J., my man in Mexico, he says, even Tony Homo got to bang Jessica Simpson for a while in, his glory, in her glory days. I could be Tony Homo. See, I could do it. Same with Aaron Judge. Tony Homo never won a Super Bowl. Well, if I ever saw him around town, I would make sure I reminded him of that. He doesn't want to see me around town. I tell you what, if Tony Romo ever goes to North Park Mall and I'm there, you might see a national story about it. I'm just letting you know. Swoosh says great song. The one about Come On Eileen. I I love that one. Fred says my favorite Halloween costume. I got to say, the first time I ever saw the Come On Eileen costume, I laughed for like a half hour straight. That shit was fucking hilarious. That shit was brilliant right there. Um, you're out, says, and, and I got to have this playing right now. She's like, I'm just enjoying a season this year where the Giants suck, the Yankees suck, and the Astro Cheaters are not in first place. My reverse superstition mojo seems to be working. It is. As we go to the baseball standings. If you're a baseball fan and you do not have chills right now, you're not alive. The best team in baseball, which this will change, is the Tampa Bay Rays. They're 29-9. That'll all switch. Second best team in the league, the Atlanta Braves at 25-12. They, they still suck. Third best team in Major League Baseball. My beloved Texas Rangers, three and a half game lead over the Angels, three and a half game lead over the Astros, fucking A. I almost have something to be happy about. By the way, if you don't know what that music is, you need to watch the movie The Natural. When the best player I ever saw, Roy Hobbs, hits a home run with his side stitches bursting and he's bleeding all over the place and he knocks out the lights at old Knight Stadium and that music hits, dear God in heaven. There is, there is, and, and the Rangers still play the, the natural whenever somebody hits a home run. They've been playing that shit a lot this year. What, what? Um... Wow, that that that's for a baseball fan. That's as that's as close as to a religious moment as you can. That that's like when 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 your team when you hear that music, that's like God touching you. Um, let's go to the standings. Uh, Dodgers, look at the Dodgers in first place. Two and a half game lead over the Diamondbacks, twenty three and fifteen. Haven't watched a single game this season. Part of my reverse superstition thing, and it's killing me. All right. Um, 90s music was great, but 80s music is right there with it. Now, as a child of the 80s, I would have to say 80s music is still the king. I mean, we still had some Queen. 
rock music. We we had a little bit of disco still influencing at the very, very beginning of the 80s. At the end of the the 80s, we had Guns N' Roses. Uh, I'm going to take the 80s, but like 80s style music, like, you know, what what we just played, Come On Eileen and uh, Win in Rome. That shit's just gold. Um, As for Cam, he was good until he became vegan and injury prone. Without meat, his body lost muscle and his playing style led to injuries. That's why he's out of the league. His style choice causing didn't help, though. Because it's a, an off-the-field distraction. Yeah. Oh, I agree with that completely. Uh, love the part when uh, the sparks start coming on the field as he rounds the bases. That, that oh god. I never, had, I never really had many thoughts on Robert Redford as a kid. I knew, I knew my mom thought he was hot, and everybody knew he was a good actor. But uh, I became a Robert Redford fan when when he made the nat- the, the natural, and then I saw a bunch of his other stuff since then. Uh, I like Paul Newman before that, but yeah, Robert Redford doing that. Was Guns N' Roses late 80s or early 90s? Late 80s, my friend. I bought the cassette tape at the NBC lot in in Los Angeles on a trip there my sophomore year. I was going to be a sophomore, so I was 15, so 1986 is when Guns N' Roses' appetite for destruction came out. Uh, give me some OMD erasure or echo in the bunny man. Oh my God. I mean, I mean, seriously. Um, I mean, when you hear this, this, this tune. I mean, that's just good shit right there. Or. Yeah, this is just solid shit right here. We we had the greatest music. I mean, I think we had the best music since like the 50s and 60s. The 70s were, were a tad bit of an embarrassment for music. It wasn't bad. It wasn't horrible. There were some there were some real, real bright spots, but uh, 70s country. I like 70s country, but and 80s music will always reign supreme. Agreed. Agreed. I can name that tune in one note, yeah. Oh, by the way, I thought of a new feature here on the show. Now, I haven't gotten approval yet. (laughs) I haven't gotten approval from Mom, the Spawn. Um, I really haven't even run it too much by, I kind of said it jokingly this morning, but uh, I would like to do a new feature on the show. Once he starts talking a little bit more, I think that we should teach Roscoe dirty words on the show. I, I, I think this would be the perfect environment for it. And I can tell him how to use it and when to use it. So can you imagine, like, when we have, like, a, a two- or three-year-old on the show saying the word fuck? I, I'm bound to win an award or something. I, I thought that was just one of the greatest ideas that I just ever had. Ken Dog says, if you listen to Echo and the Bunnymen or any of that crap, you were beat up when you were younger. Now, girls, girls, you were let off on this. Ken Dog, you know I tell the truth on this show. And that's all I like to do is tell the truth because you guys deserve it. Ken Dog's 100% right. 
Music like Echo and the Bunnymen, Depeche Mode, because I loved Depeche Mode growing up. Now, now, if you got a date to a concert to Depeche Mode, you wouldn't get beat up, okay? You wouldn't get beat up. If you had a date to one of these shows, it was okay. But you couldn't have your Walkman on, your friends pop it off, and, and, and all of a sudden you're listening to... Uh, You're listening to the... You know, now, if you went to a dance club, see, see, here's the thing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put a, a little peg in the show here and let y'all know how it works here. When we were growing up in the 80s, God, what a magical time that was. Um... You would have you would go to a lot of kids started by going to roller skating rinks. Now, when they were when 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 they were at roller skating rinks, you could pretty much listen to anything as you're roller skating around. Okay, that's where you start to get your your taste for music. Now, I couldn't roller skate, so I hated going there. So I always went to wrestling. Now, I heard a lot of good music at wrestling too. But then you get older and you stop going to wrestling matches because you're going to. A place called, and this was in Garland, Club Coontosh, named after some kind of fucking car. Um, and then there was a, a, a club that was in Dallas called Monopolies, and these were clubs that were um, mainly like teen clubs. They don't have these now because teens carry guns. Teens are violent now. Back in the day, teens wanted to dance and, 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 and finger blast people. That's what they wanted to do. And probably drink. So you would go to these clubs, and these clubs would be playing these mixes of this kind of music of Echo and the Bunnymen and Depeche Mode and, and, and Erasure. And you would dance to that music. Now, there were some clubs that had metal playing in them, and, and some people went to metal clubs, too. But the majority of 80s kids didn't go to metal clubs. They went to places like that. And yes, you did not get caught listening to that music by yourself or bragging about going, you know, listening to that. It was Guns N' Roses, ACDC, Motley Crue. That's what you listen to. If you listen to country music, you listen to George Strait, you listen to Willie Nelson. Oh, the, the one that got you off completely. If anybody questions you, you go, well, I'm a Hank Jr. fan. If you're a Hank Jr. fan, hands off. You can't be any more hetero than being a Hank Jr. fan. Hank Jr. <laughs> is, is the certified patch of heterosexuality. And before anybody says, I- I'm a gay man and I like Bo Cephas. It was a fucking joke, okay? It's a fucking joke. Before anybody gets all butthurt over my jokes. It's like Arnie and I went to school together, except I was in Nevada. Exactly. See, I know the rules of this game. Look, 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 look. I I say this now as a 52-year-old man, but I'll tell you this. Back when I was in high school and shit, I love the Go-Go's. I fucking love the Go-Go's. The, the Go-Go's should have been in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame so long ago. An all-girl band that wrote all their own shit. 
in a world like that we have now? I mean, this is the beginning of Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Hello? Belinda Carlisle was a stone cold fox. The Go Go's were sock material back then. Oh, Ogre, you are so beyond. Correct the mundo. Metal all day, but when I was uh, with the girlfriend, it was the Curran Duran Duran. Oh, absolutely. Definitely did the five knuckle shuffle to the Go Go's. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the Go-Go's are responsible for so many knuckle children, it's unbelievable. But yeah, I mean, I mean, look, look, I, I play this music now because it's just good. I, I like good music. You, you, if, 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 if I had to, you know, one of those big countryside homes where they always have music playing throughout the house and usually it's some sort of classical type music, I'd have that shit bo- going. Oh, you can't see the chat? Damn it. Uh, I can imagine a harem of the Go-Go's and the Bangles. Uh, the Go-Go's were trailblazers and originals. Respect. So if you like Faith, do you really want to hurt me? Karma Chameleon or Elton John? Where You were suspect. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you Look, look, look. That one took some collegeness in you there. You had to graduate from high school. Before you could ever, I mean, before you could ever, and I tell you, the movie that changed it was that Cameron Crowe movie. Um, uh, uh, what was that? Oh, God damn it. Almost Famous. Almost Famous made it oh, just all right to be an Elton John fan. Because these big, bad rock stars that they were trying to make look kind of like Leonard Skinner, but they weren't. They sing this on the bus. And this is a great song. Blue jean, baby. But you were not pulling up at high school in that. No. No, 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 no. No. The, the. I, I like doing topics like this because this is fun. This, if you showed up to high school, you had the windows down, you had a, you had a loud stereo system, this is what you showed up with. And I even know that's a 70s rock song. Either that, or you got the windows down, and you show up to school with, once again, once again... The Bastion of Heterosexuality. Drums. The preacher man says it's the end. That's what you showed up with. Now, if it was raining, I will say this right now. If it was raining and your windows were up and nobody's paying any kind of attention... The, the music you show up to school with could be a little different. Uh, maybe, just maybe, you're coming up with this. 
And by the way, if you're in my age group, don't even. Don't even. Don't you fucking dare say, I didn't listen to that shit. Motherfucker, please. I went to 10th, 11th, and 12th grade in California, and I was driving up to school with Dr. Dre and Country. Yeah, now see, see, you could do that too. Hardcore rap. See, I didn't get hardcore rap until my junior year in high school. Now, if you were, uh, uh, you could you could almost show up with this, but you know what? You were going to get yelled at at school if you were playing this out loud. If you showed up playing. You are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge. Straight out of Compton, crazy motherfucker named Ice Cube. Now. There is a caveat to that because that song has dirty words in it. If you showed up to high school and you were playing, you can't touch this. You can't touch this. Teachers give you a pass. You can't touch this. You can't touch this. You'd get a pass because because I'll say this right now, and it, it it's no knock on on MC Hammer, Sir MC Hammer, if you will. MC Hammer was Caucasian friendly. I, I, I'm I'm just gonna say it. Y'all don't want to say it. I'll say it. MC Hammer was the most Caucasian friendly rapper. He was more Caucasian friendly than Vanilla Ice. First time I heard Straight Outta Compton, it was just like a scene in a movie where your eyes dilate and you go into another dimension with my white parachute pants, yeah? Nope, I played it all the time because I was in California. NWA was always playing, all right? Depeche Mode and The Cure, when no one was in the car. If your friends are in the car, windows down, it's Motley Crue or Two Live Crew. Oh, amen. Oh, I'll, I'll, when this album, I'll tell you what, when this album came out, uh, I think we had just graduated high school, maybe, but um, this is the greatest song to have every window in the car down with. <laughs> Shit, I remember driving in Steve Cerber's car listening to that song. Uh, here's where we separate the men and the women in the music. Let's just say that as a woman who was not bad looking in her 20s, a Rush concert was not the place to go to pick up a hot guy. Only concert where there isn't a line for the women's restroom. Well, here's the truth about Rush. I I, I am not a real... I, I like one Rush song, and I have a caveat. A Monday warrior, mean, mean stride. Today's Tom Sawyer, mean. Two caveats. Um, the two caveats are this. Probably one of the greatest drum solos ever is in that song. And number two, that was Carrie Von Erich's walk-up music. Being a big wrestling fan, I love that song just for that motion. Rush 
And 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 watching watching this, I watched a documentary on him because well, I didn't want to change the channel, and it was fairly interesting. Um, Russia's big in the uh, in the arty arts, uh, the the band kids, the the band kids, the the arty kids. They all liked Rush. That that that's who Rush's fans were. Rush was. I like to refer to it as dental rock. Because most Rush songs you could probably play in a dentist office. I, I only have two. I mean. See, that just doesn't want me. I, I don't want to chug a beer to that song. That's not a cool enough song to do it to. Trash Band says Rush is the greatest band ever. Hey, good. I'm glad you like them. I'm glad they're your fans. You're, you're, you're a fan. Uh, Acne and Harry Palms at a Rush concert. If you walked in and said, what's your favorite D&D character? People would start ignoring the music. I got to agree. Got to agree. You know, oh, I, I, I figured it out. I figured it out. Figured it out. Figured it out. Rush was the favorite rock band for kids who had totally overprotective parents when it came to music. Rush is safe. Rush, when you think about Rush, you don't think about overdoses. You definitely don't think about STDs and groupies. Right? They're the safe choice. They're the, ah, you're, you're a Rush fan. Yeah, there you go. That's the safe choice. Trash Panda said, no wrong. No chicks ever got wet listening to subdivisions. Your out says, I'm going to barf. But see, at least during that time period, we had great music to talk about. And then for some reason, I don't know the reason. I don't. And I'm not trying to be the, the, the crappy old man on the porch. But all that went away. And, and we can look and point at rap music for all the sampling they did. And nothing was original anymore. And then that led to the whole... Uh, remember the whole religious aspect, resting upon Satan's hands? Is that what they? Is that what Rush stood for? <laughs> I never knew that one. That's fantastic. Resting upon Satan's hands. I have a new like for Rush now. I've been telling my coworkers how many concerts I've been to, and they're just flabbergasted. Oh God! Oh, I mean, geez, but. The bad thing that happened to music, and we got a story about her because they're talking about putting her in a in a conservatorship again. But music, and look, we all like Britney Spears because we wanted to see her get to 18, and then we wanted to see her naked. And before anybody says, oh, no, I was a real fan, this is her music. Now, 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 look. She's a good performer. I'm, I'm not. I'm not here to, to to shit on her. She's a good performer. She's she's great at lip syncing and dancing and doing all the moves. Because when you go to a Britney show, her mic is off. I would say at least seventy five percent of the time. Nothing wrong with that. Hey, the kids are having a good time. That's all I care. If you go to a concert and you have a good time, that's all that should matter. Would I pay top dollar to see Britney Spears? Absolutely, positively not. Never. 
Not, not even when she was 17 turning 18 when you had those terrible ideas about her. She's losing her fucking mind again, which is fantastic to watch. Let's see. Uh, Rush fans love Amy Grant and Richard Marks. Hey, hey, easy does it. Mr. Marks fucking stopped a terroristic attack on a flight. And Richard Marks married fucking Daisy Fuentes has been laying pipe to her for fucking 30 years. Richard Marks is doing okay. Because he's somewhere waiting for you. I can't believe I referenced that. Holy shit, am I good. Um, um, like, this is what we did before social media and cell phones, yeah? I love when rock radio station has a promo, growling voice and chugging chords, and they say call letters, say kick-ass rock, and then they go into rush. Yeah. That's bad. Pro- they this is why I can't listen to the radio anymore is because of train wreck shit like that. My favorite thing, and this is just me being overcritical of radio stations, but this is how tight we used to run our ship. If there was a promo on and we were a rock station and, uh, you know, the, the voice guy comes on, hey, you're listening to, to Rock 104.5. Your sound, your your place to hear everything from 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 Lou Diamond Phillips to Soundgarden. You would go into a maybe not that one. Maybe you go into a Soundgarden song. Nowadays, and country radio is the absolute worst. Country radio will be like, oh, uh, the Wolf, Dallas, 99.5, your official station for all your George Strait needs. They'll say something like that, and then they'll say, for all your George Strait needs. And then they, they go into Garth Brooks. Just play the fucking George Strait song. Um, sat next to Richard Marks at a restaurant in L.A. Nice guy, too, but he didn't prevent a terror attack. That was James Wood. No, no, it was Richard Marks. I promise you. Lou Diamond Phillips, what, you paid the bomba? That was just a terrible example. And before concert, tickets cost a fucking $1,000 each. Very, very true there. Um... Let's see. What story do I want to do here? Burger King. I, I know everybody's getting ready to go to lunch, maybe, or you're still a couple hours away, whatever. Um, bad news. Sadly, sadly, I have to report this. Uh, just sh- Should we get the music? Yeah, let's get the music. In a whopper of bad news for Burger King lovers. Okay, first of all, hold on a second here. Um, whoever wrote this story should be fired. Kate Newsom, she wrote this story in, in her first line, in a whopper of bad news. There's no such thing as a whopper of bad news. That's just stupid. That's trying too hard. You're, yeah, Kate, Kate Newsom, you're better than that. It's, uh, it's bad news for Burger King lovers. They've announced that up to 400 of their locations will be closed by the end of the year. 
The CEO said, after the first quarter report, hundreds of Burger King's locations are going to have to close down. The company will now focus on working with smaller franchisees and established operators to build or develop existing restaurants. Uh, I got a question because I'm a dumbass Asian person. Can you tell me what's wrong with Garth Brooks, sir? Well, first of all, he's from Oklahoma. Uh, secondly, he's just too phony. He, everything he says, everything he's done, he's just too phony. And his music really wasn't that. And, and I look at him and, and, and Brooks and Dunn as the end of traditional country music. You know, he's going out there putting on a Kiss concert, and, and, and a lot of country people are like, well, wait a second, this isn't a country show. We like to see. And then, you know, I, I will punch somebody into oblivion when they go, well, I wouldn't saw George Strait, and he's boring. George Strait stands, he, he performs in the round. He stands in the corner and sings a song and plays the guitar. That's all I need. If I need if I need fireworks, if I need spinning drum sets, I'll go see Motley Crue. I'll see somebody good at it. I don't need to see somebody running around in a tight pair of Wranglers and a, and a shitty black hat. Uh, but I love his music. Brooks and Dunn has one good song. The rest suck. Will they ever serve their banana strawberry smoothie? Strawberry banana smoothie. Hello, I'm David Beckham. I don't know why that was so funny that day, but we we did this bit one time, and yes, it was a bit um, where we were talking about the strawberry banana smoothie at Burger, and and for some reason David Beckham was like backing it. Well, the reason was they paid him millions of dollars, and he came on TV and goes, "I would like a strawberry banana smoothie," and it was so creepy. Um, hey, note to Burger King: first and foremost. Stop putting an entire garden salad on top of your fucking number one burger. A little lettuce is fine. You're depleting lettuces from around the world to put together your burgers. Um, the bun's way too soggy. I got to tell you, I did, you know what, Christopher ain't here. I did order it yesterday. I went to McDonald's yesterday. And I got the Big Mac with the quarter pounder patties. Holy Lord, is that a game changer? Whoo! Got a fillet of fish too, boy. They, that was a that was a small catch. They should have thrown, thrown that fillet back. I love real country music, like you play on the show. I needed to know from a real Texan. Yeah, look, look. I have a personal vendetta against Garth Brooks. This is my personal vendetta I have against him. Um, It was right around the time, yeah, it was exactly the time, when this song came out. I still don't know why this song is so popular. Blame it all on my roots. That was on his second album called No Fences. Fuck yes, Arnie, you told you it it was fucking great. That's the only way I'm going to do that from now on. That was great. Garth Brooks was putting on a free show. And this is this was literally right about the time Friends in Low Places first came out. He was playing at the State Fair, Texas. 
and he happened to be playing on the same Saturday that Texas and Oklahoma play. And to say it was utter mayhem at the state fairgrounds is an understatement. Because you have this guy who has this uberly popular song out there, along with about 90,000 drunk college football fans leaving a humongous rivalry game. A game in which the Texas Longhorns squeaked out a victory. They were not ranked at the time. Oklahoma was pretty highly ranked, but it's a rivalry game, so you throw all that shit out. Now, Garth Brooks, who went to Oklahoma State, who allegedly hate the Sooners as much as we do, which is not true, went on stage and said, I quote, looks like you Texas boys got lucky today. Talking all kind of shit coming from Oklahoma State that has never sniffed a national title. When he said that, I vowed my hatred for him on that day, and I vowed that he would be an enemy of mine until the day I die, and then also in the afterlife. He is my only enemy, my only sworn enemy I have registered so far in the afterlife. Uh, I love Garth Brooks. I have good memories listening to his CDs with my dad. And, and look, this is my personal beef that I have with Garth Brooks. That's my personal beef. Look, I can't deny the fact the man sold a gazillion records. The man holds all this and that. It, and now, now Bradley Kill said, well, what do you want? I don't want anything. There, there is one artist right now who's truly trying to change the game back to where the actually artists get paid. And we don't like her here on this show. Her name's Taylor Swift. But the young girl is a very talented young lady. She writes a lot of songs, sure, about boyfriends that dump her because she doesn't put the penis near her mouth. But that's a whole different story. Taylor Swift is trying to do the right thing by writing her own music, by actually performing it on stage and not lip syncing. You can hate her. I'm not telling you to like her. I like what she's about. No, no, Grant, she's about money. I ain't going to take that. I, I, look, but she's also an artist, and I appreciate that because that's what we grew up with. We grew up with people that were artists. We grew up with great recording artists. And it seems in the last 15 to 20 years, these great recording artists have kind of just stayed away because we don't look at country radio today. Country I can't listen to country radio. Country radio is fucking just awful. And there are really good artists out there right now that they do not play. This fella right here, why they don't play this fella here, I I I I still I don't I don't understand. Um where the hell is Take the ribbon from your hair They say, oh, he's too country Shake it loose and let it fall That song's been a hit for everybody who's ever sung it. Why? Because A, it's written fucking perfectly and masterfully by Chris Christopherson. Willie Nelson took it to number one and his voice is nowhere near that. There's another band that they don't play and like I said, I have great ears. And it's this band right here. I, I love this band. I can't see them because they, they charge too much at small venues, but this band's called the, the Turnpike Troubadours. 
this real life. And then there's the ultimate show that I want to see. Now, now, see, like, like Hank 3 says, pop country really sucks. I agree. This is the guy that I would actually pay money to see. And uh, he was at Willie Nelson's 90th birthday party. He was singing, which means his vocal cords are clean. Adam J., this one's for you. Oh, this is the wrong one. Oh, this, I, don't want, I want this one. Tell me this doesn't sound like... Well, lately things have been a little Oh, that's too bluegrassy. We can't play that on the radio. That's country music. That's Sturgill Simpson right there. Sturgill Simpson, he's a fucking Navy vet that came out. It don't get more country than that. People around me like new country, and I just can deal with that crap. Just give me my Dwight and leave me alone, yeah. Uh, I like them, the Turnpike Troubadours. I love I think they're fucking fantastic. Tyler's the truth. I'm holding out for free tickets to White Show next Friday. I don't have any radio connections anymore. I don't either. Not at country stations. Damn it. Uh, I'm open to new artists if it sounds old. Yeah. No hip pop. That sounds like Jerry Reed to me. And there ain't nothing wrong with Jerry Reed, son. You want to talk about real country music. You, it don't get more country than this. Here comes Amos. Amos Moses was a Cajun. He lived by himself in the swamp. He hunted alligator for a living. He just knock him in the head with a stone. The Louisiana law gonna get you, Amos. I love fucking Jerry. Jerry Reed is just so good. Um... I like all country, old country, rock country, and even some new poppy country. I love music. Kyle says Sturgis, uh, Sturgill's Nirvana cover is awesome. In Bloom, he does a great job on that. Any legal hunting alligators down in the swamp, boy? <laughs> she got the gold mine. I got the shaft. Wait, hold on. Do, do I? I don't. Uh, oh, wait, wait. Oh. Well, I guess it was back in 63 when eating my cooking got the better of me, so I asked this little girl I was going with to be my wife. Well, she said she would, so I said I'd do, but I'd have said I wouldn't if I'd have just knew how saying I do was going to screw up all of my life. Well, the first few years weren't all that bad. I'll never forget the good times we had, because I'm reminded every month when I send her the child support. Well, it wasn't too long till the lust all died, and I'll admit I wasn't too surprised the day I come home and found my suitcase sitting out on the porch. Well, I tried to get in. She changed the lock. Then I found this note taped on the mailbox that said, Goodbye, Turkey. My attorney will be in touch. <laughs> so I decided right then and there I was going to do what's right, give her her fair share. But, brother, I didn't know her share was going to be that much. She got the gold mine. I got the share. They split it right down the middle, and then they give her the better half. I love Jerry Reed. Jerry Reed is such a troubadour. Oh, uh, not all the time, over and over again, Cowboys girl. Uh, hold on to your ass, Fred. I miss hearing Jerry Reed on Sunday night classic country radio here in Sac. Oh, 
I love it. I love Jerry Reed. Jerry Reed is the king. All right, the last story that I'm going to do today, uh, great news to report, everyone. If you've been wondering and missing this, you don't have to wonder and miss it much longer. Ladies and gentlemen, Oscar winner Kathy Bates will be reprising the role that was once occupied by Andy Griffin. And yes, I'm talking about a return of Matlock. Every nursing home in America is throwing a party. (laughs) Fucking Matlock is coming back on. Hell, even my parents weren't old enough to watch Matlock. Um, Madeline Matlock rejoins the workforce as a prestigious law firm where she uses her unassuming demeanor and wily tactics to win cases. It'll co-star Sky P. Marshall, Jason Ritter, David Del Rio, and Leah Lewis. The series was written by executive producer Jane the Virgin's Jenny C. Underman. <laughs> what are they going to call it? Fatlock? No, it's going to be called Matlock. Her name is Madeline Matlock. So we're replacing a once really shitty show. And we've homogenized it by putting a woman in the lead part. Man, oh, man. Boy, you, you I, let me tell you, you writers deserve everything you're striking for. Way to go out on a limb there. Hey, let's bring back Matlock, call it Matlock, and we'll put an old woman in there, and old people will watch. Good God. All right, that's (laughs) fucking Matlock. Oh, Arnie, did you enjoy the Rockford Files? I was not a fan of the Rockford Files. My parents watched it. They, I I like Dan Tana, the show Vegas. It wasn't even Vegas. It was just Dan Tana with Robert Ehrlich, or Robert Ehrlich, whatever his name is. I like SWAT. Hondo. I mean, the leader's name was Hondo. How can you not like that as a kid? Watched Emergency. Next thing you know, they're going to put a big black woman in as the equalizer. God, heaven forbid that. Uh, That's going to do it for us today as family. We will be back tomorrow, which is Friday, same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, adios, everybody. He was sitting there beside me. Throwing doubles down When he ordered up his third one He looked around And then he looked at me And said I do believe I'll have one more 
said, I hate this bar and I hate to drink. But on second thought, tonight I think I hate everything. Then he opened up his billfold and threw a 20 down. And the faded photograph fell out and hit the ground. And I picked it up. He said, thank you, bud. I put it in his hand. He said, I probably ought to throw this one away. Cause she's the reason I feel this way. Why I hate everything. Why I hate my job. And I hate my life. If it weren't for my two kids, I'd hate my ex-wife. I know I should move on and try to start again, but I just can't get over her leaving me for him. Then he shook his head and looked down at his ring. Said I hate everything. Said that one-bedroom apartment. I get my mail It's really not a home It's more like a jail With a swimming pool And a parking lot view Man, it's just great I hate summer Winter, fall, and spring Red and yellow Purple, blue, and green I hate everything I hate my job And I hate my life And if it weren't for my two kids I'd hate my ex-wife I know I should move on And try to start again But I just can't get over her Leaving me for him And then he shook his head And looked down at his ring so I pulled out my phone and I called my house I said, babe, I'm coming home We're gonna work this out I paid for his drinks And I told him thanks Thanks for everything You've got to beat the man, pal I coined the phrase I am the man Woo! Diamonds are forever and so is The Arnie State Show. Woo! You've been listening to The Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye. 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 He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.